Hello, everyone, and Hello. welcome to Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, the one that is getting an Xbox Series X on Tuesday, Andrew Bolin, alongside my co-host here, the one who's not getting an Xbox <laughs> Series X on Tuesday, Braxton Taylor. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed the podcast tonight. I'm going to be getting <laughs> off. <laughs> he keeps rubbing this in my face. Evil. Evil, I tell you. I We tried to, uh, on the same day when they first released, mm -hmm. uh, that they were going to be... Um, mm -hmm. when they're going to be releasing the pre-orders. And, yes. uh, yeah, everything that possibly could have gone wrong for me. I tried probably 25 different sites, it felt like. Everyone had an error code, or I'd get one in my cart, and it would just go away, and it was very, very hurtful. Very hurtful. But uh, Anyways, moving on past that, thank you, everyone, for joining us today for yes. this special live episode. Uh, we're doing our podcast as normal. This is our, we're going to go through everything like we normally do. We're going to have our news, our rumors, mm -hmm. uh, our releases, our Q&A, all of that. But then we're going to dive deep into some Mandalorian. We've watched both uh, the first and second episode, chapter nine and chapter 10. That's right. And we're ready to discuss those. Just have some fun. What we want from you guys is to just join in on the fun. Uh, leave us comments. Talk about uh, anything we're talking about. Feel free to chip in. We'll yep. read those off. And uh, Also, Alex Mason says, why you got to do Braxton like that? And I, I completely agree. <laughs> I completely agree. But yeah, like you said, this is going to be definitely a little bit different. So those of you who are listening on the podcast and not on the live stream, it may be a little different than how you're used to it. But uh, we just thought it'd be kind of fun to integrate this with the with Mandalorian uh, being released. Have two episodes to talk about. So um, we do want to go ahead and just say right off the bat before we get into this, we're going to have like our regularly scheduled podcast, you know, news, uh, rumors, releases, etc., um, but we are going to go ahead and do full spoilers on something on episode one. So even in the news, because there's some new piece, news pieces about it, we're going to go ahead and do uh, full spoilers on episode one. Um, and that's kind of like the thing we're going to start doing from now on. As long as something out, is out for at least a week, we're going to start talking about spoilers. Now, episode two, right. we will not talk about that until we get to our main topic, which is discussing both of those. But when we do get to that, no holds barred. All spoilers all the way on episodes one and two. So. Right. So um, every every week after that episode has been out, you can uh, guarantee that us here at Jedi Eternal will be just talking talking about it all. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, as you will have seen, most places are doing that. A lot of places are doing by like Monday uh, afterwards they're doing. I mean, I know even Star Wars has pretty much already shown some of the spoilers from the first yeah. episode. Even three days after it was released. So if Star Wars can do it, I think we're pretty safe. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So please don't exactly. hate Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. Well, let's just let's jump straight it. into yeah. our first news story. Our first news story today is uh, talking about, from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back. That is coming out on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm very, very excited about this one. And they've just left us a little bit of an um, excerpt here from one of the stories uh, titled Hunger. And this is from Mark Oshiro. And you have that, correct? Do you want to go ahead and read about some of that for us? Uh, yeah. Let me see here real quick. I'm trying to find exactly where it's at. Because I'm reading through the article on StarsNews.net, and it is not giving me the exact excerpt. Yeah, just keep going down a little bit more. I'm looking at the same one. Okay. Well, if you go have it, go ahead and tell because I'm maybe I'm... Oh, is it the small pack cavern or left yeah. the cavern? Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry about that. I'm <laughs> uh, we we have been scrambling to get this together for you guys. <laughs> As you can tell, we started 33 minutes late. We so. did not give us enough time <laughs> no. to do this at all. Okay, so yes, so this is the excerpt from uh, certain point of view. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. So, 
A small pack left the cavern one morning, all riding astride the upright horned beast. His instinct took over, and he could deal with a group this small. Eventually, all living creatures lost to his kind, and with another upon its back, the horned beast could not maintain its normal speed, meaning it could not escape. It would be too easy. But the challenge did not matter to him. He followed the pack, watched them split up and spread out over the ice. He remained distant and quiet as he always did, and he wanted the last thing his prey saw to be the whiteness of his fur, his ferocious maul cracked open, his sharp claws slicing at the softness of their neck. He wanted that not for hunger, but to satiate his need to feast. No, he needed to fill the cavern in his body. And only blood would do that. This is about Luke Skywalker. No, it's kidding. Um, <laughs> he chose one. There was no need to focus on the entire pack. It was the scrawny creature, smallest of them all, that would be easiest to take down. Would this reunite him with his clan? Would it be revealed, or revealed to him to his fate? No, but it was a start. So, yeah. So I think what this is going to try to do is make us feel sorry for the... Uh, for the... Um, Wampa. Yes, thank you. I thought, it was, I thought it was about Luke Skywalker at first, but I wasn't really sure on that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm already being stupid. Okay. No, but yeah, it's interesting. We're getting a... Well, I mean, honestly, I knew that we was going to get some kind of interesting point of view from the Wampa. Right. I knew he was going to get that. So at some point... But it's very interesting, and it's giving us kind of this yeah. like first-person empathetic view of this uh, of this story. Yeah, and well, and from every time or in the the first one for A New Hope, all those stories uh, they just added such a interesting spin on things, and I have no doubt this one's going to do the same. I'm so oh, yeah. excited to read this book. Yeah, I don't read that often if I can help it because I read too <laughs> often during the day and. Uh, yeah, but this is one book I absolutely will be getting. Um, I am very excited to read it. Like I said, uh, Empire Strikes Back is is one of my favorite. Well, it's not even one of my favorite Star Wars movies. It is my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, so to get any more information into that movie, um, different point of views, different perspectives, it's yeah. it's going to be awesome. I'm I'm excited for that. So without any further ado, we're going to go ahead into our next news story today, which is Lego Star Wars Holiday Special has released a new trailer and it releases a new poster for uh, the game ahead of its release. Um, it says here on this article, it says, Back in August, Disney announced that they would be paying homage to the infamous Star Wars Holiday Special, which premiered on CBS on November 17th. Uh, 1978, by releasing a new version of the idea exactly 42 years later. A little bit different, but <laughs> in collaboration <laughs> with Lego, uh, they said that on November 17th, 2020, November Plus, or excuse me, November Plus, Disney Plus, subscribers would have the pleasure of watching Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, a new adventure set after the events of last year's Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So Ray's next big debut will be in Lego's, Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. That's right. Paying great homage to that character. And then, <laughs> and then it would revisit the three trilogies to honor their biggest moments. Um, so like I said, they released a new uh, poster. And uh, for those of you who wanted to see uh, more of Finn holding a lightsaber, he is holding a lightsaber. In this. So, hey, you guys are getting your wish here. So, <laughs> I, I'm so excited for this. Um, I watched this trailer. If you guys have not watched this trailer yet, do yourself yeah. a favor. Go yeah. watch it. Like even the trailer is um, funny. It, it's yeah, it's you pretty know, funny. It's, it's going to be a good time. Um, I'm excited just to sit down and 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 watch that probably a couple times, um, 
Yeah, I mean, well, actually, it definitely will be a couple times because you and me, are, of course, are going to watch it together, <laughs> right. and then I'm going to also watch it with my wife and my kids. So yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited for this. Um, like I said, Drew and I, you know, grew up with Star Wars, but we also grew up with Lego stuff. So I mean, Lego Star Wars has always held a special yeah. place in our heart. <laughs> right. It's, it's so dumb and so goofy, but yet it's so lovable. And uh, honestly, though, it 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 uh, good thing about modern like Lego stuff is it always tries to even play into like adults a little bit too. So it's definitely not just a kid's thing. And, um, what's cool is that it's all canon. So when she goes out between all the trilogy, it's all canon. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be really interesting for, for her to like travel through time and all this stuff like that. So, well, and, uh, and, and we also in the trailer get a little sneak peek and uh, the fact that Baby Yoda is in this. Oh, that's um, true. That is and, very and they're, true. they're all fighting, you know, and they see Baby Yoda and they stop. And they're <laughs> like, like oh, it's so cute. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. So I can't wait. But I would have it no uh, other way. No other way. No that's other right. way. That's so right. So good. Uh, let us know what you guys think about, about that. Uh, let us know if you plan on watching it. Um, if that's going to be a, a day one thing for you or if you uh, would rather hold off on it, we'd love to know oh, your thoughts. Brand, Brandon Duke says, sometimes I think y'all's excitement for the Lego special is uh, is you guys being facetious. Excuse the Florida education. <laughs> no, it is not facetious <laughs> at all. No, I'm serious. I really am excited. I really am excited. I love, I love Star Wars Lego. Always have, always will. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I... I uh, no, I really am excited. I yeah. mean, I'm going to laugh at the fact that it's, you know. Yeah, the, well, I think the I think the facetious part for us is that we are laughing that, oh, the next big Ray installment to the Star Wars canon is in a, in a Lego Star Wars special. And right. it, that I think that's what's more uh, facetious and funny about it all. But but we are definitely excited. <laughs> we are definitely excited about the movie. So. Hey, I'm ready for a good laugh. I'm ready to see like oh, yeah. three Obi-Wan Kenobis. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Give it. Give me all of that. Uh, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, yeah. I'm all in. So exactly. uh, let's move on. Uh, so as the as you guys, uh, as we just talked about, we are going to be going into episode one spoilers at any time in this episode for The Mandalorian. All right. right. And when I say episode one, I'm talking about chapter nine of season two. Right. Uh, we will we will be going into that, and we're about to do that right now. So if you haven't watched it, uh, this is your warning, your last warning, because from this point on, we're just gonna we're gonna talk about that episode whenever we want freely. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, we're going to talk about Chuck Wendig here. Uh, Chuck Wendig has tweeted some stuff. As some of you may not know, Chuck Wendig is the author of the Aftermath series. Mm-hmm. And he's so he is the one that wrote about Cobb Vant in the Aftermath series getting Boba Fett's armor. And so he tweeted out after this episode and said, I didn't know they were using Cobb. <laughs> Can you believe that? He says, Can you believe though that? I'd heard and disbelieved the reports, he goes, it didn't line up perfectly with Aftermath, but that's Star Wars for you. I don't mind and don't think it's healthy to be overly precious about canon. It's all, you know, made up. Part of me thinks that isn't Fett at the end, but rather a wayward clone, maybe misdirection. But who knows? So he's saying he's like not hurt, but it sounds like he's a little hurt. I can't. <laughs> like I, he's a little I hurt. can't blame the guy. Honestly, I can't blame the guy. Well, it's very surprising to me that they. I, why wouldn't you at least go to him and tell him? I, I and maybe they just don't care. Maybe they don't have a good relationship with him right. any longer. I know there there was some uh, there was some issues there at one point. He was going to write a Star Wars book. And for some reason was let go. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that's been a while back, but he has not been in any 
as far as I know, I don't think he's been in any more Star Wars content since then. Yeah, not that so I'm aware. So there may, least, there yeah. may, that may have something to do with it. Um, but I, I'm just surprised that they didn't, or like yeah, may, legally, I guess. Mind. Well, I guess, it's I guess still, the thing is, it's, it's is under Star Wars, it's under Star Wars, Wars so yeah, they don't, so they don't have to have do to. that. But it just seems kind of underhanded to take a guy's character that he pretty much made like himself and then just use it for your show yeah. and not really completely give him credit or even tell him. That's that's kind of crazy. Um, now, don't yeah, imagine wrong. imagine that being you. you yeah, know, you, be you created this, <laughs> and you're just yeah. watching like everybody else, and all of a sudden there shows up a character you created, and you're like, "What? Like, which, whoa, hold on here. Let's uh, <laughs> let's preface here that we, I mean, he may not have made the character. It could have been true, the, the story true. group could have came true. to him and but said, he, we he want kinda, this character. Yeah. But either way, he, he still told the story. He put the he wrote, flesh on the skeleton, exactly. so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I'd probably be a little little mad about that. Um, and I love the little, it's not really a dig, but I kind of love the little dig at the end. Like, I don't think it's actually Boba Fett. It could just be some kind of wayward clone. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that. I'm pretty I, sure this is Boba I don't Fett. I know there's there has been some talk about maybe it's just a clone and we're but I mean what would be the point in that? What would be the point? I will say this also is that um, this is kind of getting off topic, but um, <clears throat> clones had accelerated aging. We know that, and one of the only clones that didn't have that was Boba because they literally uh, uh, Jango told the the Kaminoans like give me a clone for myself that can raise as a son and don't give him accelerated aging, don't give him all that stuff, just clone me essentially and give him back to me. So. This is a long time after the Kaminoans made the clones. So I would feel at this point pretty much every clone is, is dead except for maybe a small handful. And uh, I would say Boba is absolutely the best candidate well, on that one. Um, we know that, that they were aging faster and things, but we also know that uh, Rex is still around. Right. Um, and and what makes me wonder is if you kind of like get rid of the chip, does the chip or like the implant or whatever, did that age them? I can't even remember now what was making them age. Was it the chip itself? I don't believe it was the chip. I believe it's yeah. just part of the the way they're created. Hmm. Uh, they were just... Well, and like I said, and, 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 and you know, like I said, there's a, there was a group of them that were still alive. You know, it doesn't affect every one of them. But for, I'm just saying nominally speaking... Most of the clones died, early and and I will say, designed to. Um, you know, we got a lot of of that in Legends. Um, I don't know how all of that works now in canon at this point. Some right. of those things may have changed, right? Um, but we do know that they that they <clears throat> age um, quicker. That that we do know at least quicker. Yeah, at least yeah. quicker. And yeah. I don't know the exact timeline. I want to say somewhere around fifty ish years that I'm thinking of now. Um, that 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 basically well in the in the novel Lords of the Sith, mm-hmm. uh, there is a there is a line in there where Vader talks about how they're phasing out the clone troopers mm-hmm. uh, because they're just not keeping up at this point and they're getting they're right. getting older. Yeah, and um, that was um, that was a quite a bit after Revenge of the Sith that novel was. And yeah. so we're talking even well past that at this point, right? Exactly. And that's and my so, point. That's yeah, my point. Yeah. yeah. And so they were already phasing out those clones back then. So Yeah. So anyway, we got uh, some we got some uh, comments here. Oh, do uh, we? Brandon um, Duke says, I think I remember them mentioning the chip did affect aging in Clone Wars. I could absolutely be wrong. No, uh, well, Brandon, you may very well be right. We, um, we are not the end all, know all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, of course, we didn't like look into that. And uh, they easily could have said that in a Clone Wars episode. Maybe Braxton, at some point, maybe you could search that over there yeah, and see if um, yeah. 
see if we can get an answer. Alex Mason says, I think we're definitely going to see evil clone Yoda and the Mandalorian <laughs> this season. Just you wait. Uh, yeah, I'm, I know that's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. Hey, um, anything is possible. Uh, I think they're going to hold on, on onto that for that Ray movie. You know, that, that really special Ray movie that's, that's in <laughs> yeah. the works. The, the evil Sith Yoda um, clone. That's yeah. That's definitely coming. That's definitely coming. <laughs> hey, can you guys hear us all right? Let us know. Yeah, I know um, that audio's not going to be nearly as good as the podcast will be. Yes, just just to be clear, we're still having to do this the way we did it in the past where uh, we are talking in mics, but those mics are not what you are hearing. You're hearing us uh, through a different mic. And uh, just let us make, let us know if you can hear us okay. Hopefully it's not too bad. Uh, if it is too bad... Um, well, I'm sorry. I don't really know. There's a lot we can do <laughs> at this point. Yeah, we're trying to figure out how to use these mics, but it's like with the system we're using right now, it's not really possible. So, yeah, it's not really possible um, at the moment. I'm but. looking this up. I I'm not able to find a definitive answer. There's a couple things that says we do know that they were engineered to mature twice as fast as humans. This is oh, never mind. This wasn't from StarWars.com. Never mind. Um, the cloners of uh, Camino did this so that their creations would develop in full-grown adults in half the time it would take normal soldiers. So we do know if it's following that kind of basic formula, then they're going to die probably twice as fast as, as, as normal humans as well. So, eh, who knows? I, I don't know that it maybe doesn't explicitly say that it was the chip. It could be, I don't know. So it's hard to to say. What was that on? Oh, I just deleted it. So, okay. No worries. Let's Uh, just den of geek.com. You can go, you can just go ahead and move on to the next story. Yeah, go ahead. So the next thing is, is that as we have kind of previously announced and as we've seen, uh, is that every Monday following the release of an episode, um, there's going to be what's called Mando Mondays and, uh, Star Wars is going to be releasing new merchandise and, uh, all kinds of new things that is typically pertaining to, uh, the previous episode. And they're doing that so that they can have constant merchandise coming out, but also, uh, keep the surprise, you know, of, of, of. Cobb Vanth or, or, you know, whoever coming into these episodes, right? Um, so I'm on stores.com. Uh, Andrew, if you see anything in particular you really like, I know it shows a uh, uh, Cobb Vanth t-shirt, which is pretty cool. It has like kind of his side profile and him standing there with the Mandalorian, or excuse me, well, Boba Fett armor and uh, with the helmet on him and it just says Cobb Vanth. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, I know it has like a, a, a Baby Yoda pop socket. Um, it has the Marshall, as they call it. But uh, it's it's called Vamp with the um, with uh, Boba Fett's helmet on. It's it's like a it's like a sticker basically put on the back of your phone, and uh, some actually some Tops Mandalorian trading cards. Um, that's all I see for this week. Is that am I missing anything? I'm trying to look here. Yeah, I think that was the I list. I w- the list I had was different than what you just said, so oh, I think well, I may have been looking at the wrong list. Maybe I'm. That well, may I, have been. I could be looking at the wrong thing too. I don't know. Um, <laughs> where. Oh, I see. I see, I see. I see it. November second, so, featured products. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's the featured products. There might be more. Um, well, yeah. So there's there oh, are. If you tab over, there's a whole new list. There's yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of stuff here. So there's a marsh the Marshall, um, which is called Vanth uh, Tumbler, um, like a drink mug that that looks pretty sick. Um, there's a new Mandalorian uh, figure, like a, you know what I'm saying. And, so my thing is is like, some of this looks pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Some of that. 
Boba Fett armor stuff looks pretty awesome. I think I might hold off though because I want to make sure we don't get Boba Fett <clears throat> back in the armor and right. then get some of that merch. Right. Uh, that's because I would I would really like yeah, to any have that. new Boba Fett stuff that comes um, out. I would absolutely um, I would absolutely want to get that over to the Marshall. Hey, no no offense, Cobb Vanth. No offense to Mister Windig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to offend him any more than he already has yeah, been. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean it's Boba Fett in his armor again after all this time. Yeah. If that happens, uh, you know I, and, I, I want some of that. And this uh, again this these come out every monday mm-hmm. it's usually uh stuff based off what we just saw in the in the latest episode <laughs> and so um yeah just we'll we'll of course let you guys know some of the interesting things that continue to come out from that and uh yeah we'll just continue uh if you want to on. check it out um to look up the heroes and villains mudhorn bag if i had infinite amounts of money i'd be getting this backpack oh it's i want to see that one well here hold on i'll uh I'll just let you look at my laptop here. It's $120, but we oh, gotta be kidding me. Hold on. Oh, that's nothing for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ooh, yeah. that's nice. I would attempt to show you on the screen, but it'd be kind of. Heroes and villains goofy. always make cool stuff. They always have um, good stuff. Yeah, if you guys have never checked out Heroes yeah. and Villains, absolutely go check them no, out. I mean, you, you pay for what you get. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for sure, but that's yeah. why I, that's why I don't own anything from them. But <laughs> I love uh, looking at it, though. But I love great. to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just for my own personal edification, if you guys want to look up Heroes and Villains uh, Mudhorn backpack, looks sick. Rock on. Yeah, rock on. So I think you got All the right, last yeah. news piece. Uh, so last week we talked about um, Motive appeared to be working on a new Star Wars game. Uh, they basically the report was that. There were some job listings for a new Star Wars game that Motive was hiring for. Uh, well, Motive, um, they tweeted and said, due to human error, and then they put in subtitles, hey, it happens, we've seen a lot of speculation. Does it? While we are not working on a new Star Wars project, we are working on something pretty special. It's like, oh, so, okay, who cares then? Turn it off. No. <laughs> like, hey, we're still working on something special. It's like, So eh, no I don't cares. know <laughs> how kidding. that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you do have to consider that maybe um, they just don't want anyone to know there's a Star Wars game in the well, works yet. We we know um, for a fact that this has happened for maybe not necessarily the motive, but that oh this is not happening at all, and then it happened. Oh yeah, I mean that. I happens, can't think of anything off the top of my head, but it happens all the time. You get that. Well, I mean, how many actors lie all the time about a role they're going to be? They're <laughs> Which, like, I mean, oh, can I don't you blame them? They can't. They can't. They can't well, not actually, say something. Ewan McGregor yeah. himself said he had to lie about it for years because he knew he was eventually Perfect getting. Example. Perfect He's eventually example. going to be Obi Wan Kenobi again. He yeah. just didn't know when. So, Perfect example. So oh, yeah, so those are tornado sirens, but it's just a test, I think. Oh my god, it's the first Friday. Is it first Friday of the seven, yeah, seven o'clock? Yeah, it. yeah, we're good. It's just test. Oh, they do it at seven o'clock at night. Yeah, they In do Bloomington? it. They do it um, two wow. times. They do it. They do it some t- like at noon or something like that. And then, and then at seven, they talk, do it twice. Well, if you are a so. going to bed early person, <laughs> sucks for you. So <laughs> anyway, right. so, okay. So let's go ahead and move on. That was our news. So now we are getting into our rumors. Anybody's tuning in that is not familiar. Uh, we, we have news that we know for a fact is confirmed. It is real. And then we go into our rumors, which is things that we've been hearing, but we cannot confirm specifically. We always want to make sure that we report exactly what is true exactly what is real right and we got a big one here to start us off with yeah um this is this is exciting news based off um the things we've already been uh, focusing on with the mandalorian 
So what we're hearing is that the Mandalorian season three production underway soon. We talked about that just recently about how it appeared that that was going to uh, be starting before the end of the year. They were going to be using um, the title uh, Buccaneer is like their project title right now. Mm -hmm. But we've heard some more news and this is uh, per deadline. They said Mandalorian is going to resume in the next few weeks. Um, we're also going to have Sophie Thatcher reportedly joining the cast of the series. Um, I don't know her. Yeah, I'm not familiar, I, I'm not familiar with any yeah. of her, her, um, acting abilities, but I'm sure they know what they're doing there. So I'm sure she'll be a great addition. Right. Um, I think it says she's from Chicago med and when the streetlights go on. I don't know either I've one of those. I've never even heard of this. So. <laughs> you know, offense to her, I'm sure it's great. I, I've just never heard yeah. of that before. Um, yeah. But anyways. But if it's not Star Wars or The Office, I typically don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I watch way more stuff than that. So. Do you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you, don't just, you don't just watch The Office over and over again? <laughs> so I've I know some people like that do that. 18 times in a row. I mean, it's not that much, people. Come on. <laughs> Okay, but anyways, they've added that uh, there's actually, uh, they believe there's a spinoff in the works. um, That Boba Fett spinoff we've talked about for a long time now seems more possible than ever because uh, we now have seen uh, what is supposedly Boba Fett making his first appearance. So we assume that this is uh, now a much bigger possibility than ever before. Mm -hmm. Um, It's saying that this... Um, mini series, so it's going to be a limited run, mm-hmm. kind of like Kenobi. We know is a mini series, limited run type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is saying though that it is going <laughs> to reportedly start next week. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to start before the Mandalorian season three production. Yeah, which means that we would, uh, you know, and as we here's the thing, as we know with Mandalorian seasons thus far. It takes approximately a year to make, right? And if they're using the same technology, same stuff, and it's starting before, it's almost alluding to the fact that if this is real, we would be getting the Boba Fett miniseries even before, before the next season the next of season. Mandalorian. Which means, potentially, we're getting this in less than a year. Yeah, precisely. Especially from, from the end of, of, uh, of uh, Mandalorian Season 2, which means that we'd be getting this anywhere in between, say, like july and october of yeah. of 2021 yeah. and if so if that's true that's that's big that is big now i will preface this uh we don't want to get too far into the, or, you know i don't want to get too far in this because we're gonna talk about it more in a little bit but uh you know as as we suspect tamira morrison comes in it's but we believe it's to be boba fett um and i was actually talking to someone today about this and, and saying like Okay, I, I'm cool with Boba Fett not having his armor and, and, and maybe even abandoning the, the way of the, the bounty hunter and stuff like that, as long as we get a good reason. And as long as it's like, oh, here's Boba Fett and a couple couple scenes with him and then he's gone. And you're like, whoa, what happened? This is Boba Fett. We need more. So I'm just saying is I, I'm very excited for a miniseries if it is real because then that would give it the necessary flesh that this story really needs. You're dead on. I think that... Thank you. You're welcome. I think that <laughs> it's... I think we need this because yeah. um, we know Boba Fett's back, and 
Boba Fett can't be the central character of the Mandalorian. No. We already have no. our main characters. Yeah. Uh, he can't be that. But he is a character that's deserving of having a main role. Yes. And so that's yes. where I think this miniseries can give us a little more information, uh, kind of see more where he's at, where he's uh, and a little more of like where he's going, that kind of deal. Um, and I think this doing this miniseries is a great way of doing that. Now, the question is, will this miniseries be before what that where we see him now? Mm-hmm. So kind of like seeing what he's done on the on Tatooine like, for this yeah. potentially long period of time. Or do we jump past whatever he does in this season? We assume we're going to see him more. We assume, but assume we, we don't, we, really we know. don't know yeah. that for sure. But we assume we're going to see him more. Is this going to focus on what comes next for him? See, for me, the only thing that makes sense for me, and this could be completely off base for some of you guys, but for me personally, the only thing that truly makes sense um, is for it to be Boba Fett right after he gets out of the Starlight Pit because it gives that necessary kind of blank gap to be filled. Mm-hmm. It doesn't run the risk of spoiling anything in The Mandalorian because if it goes in front of time, and we already know what his childhood is like. Now, maybe to see him post-Clone Wars up to that point would be pretty cool, but I just think it makes the most sense to fill in that that void gap there where he gets out. How, how does he get out of the Starlight Pit, and what does he do up to that point? Well, and some people think we're actually going to kind of see some of that in this season. I don't doubt that, um, but I think that could give give it a much more flesh than it that it really needs to have to to just be like, okay, hey, sure. Boba Fett's coming back from the dead, pretty much. Yeah. You know, I don't think we can just have a couple, even like a couple episodes. I don't think it's going to be enough. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. That's just me. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. So anyway, um, if it is if it is real, I think it's going to be really cool. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're watching right now. Uh, let us know your thoughts on this miniseries. Yeah. Do you want it? Do you hate the idea? Uh, do you think he's? Um, this is going to focus on maybe some of the past? Mm-hmm. We, we think this is going to focus on his future. Uh, yeah, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. So while you guys are hopefully typing, um, we're going to move on just very quickly uh, to our next rumor. And that is Steve Harlan, who was actually the composer of Star Wars Republic Commando. Um, has been making a few uh, tweets here. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read the exact tweet that we have. Um, someone kind of random on Twitter had uh, added him, um, you know, tweeted at him. I don't, I'm not in all the Twitter lingo. <laughs> I'm an old man. Um, it says, I still consider your Repcom score uh, to be the best of the non-Williams SW scores of all time. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You deserve every kind of award and kind word. And, he, and so Jesse Harlan comes back and says, wow. All extremely flattering. Thank you, Max. And that's just the guy's name. And he says, I actually got to revisit Vode Anne, which is one of the songs, or which one of the scores of Republic Commando. He says, I got to revisit Vode Anne for a Star Wars project I scored over the summer. It was fun to dust it off after 15 years. More on that soon. Winky, winky face. So, um, either he's blowing a big cloud of smoke, or there's something going on there that he is dusting off Republic Commando again on a project that he's helping over the summer that you can't talk about. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. I don't know that we have even heard of anything Rep- uh, Republic Commando related that I personally know of. You know, we we've reported on a lot of rumors, and so <laughs> so many things. So uh, maybe we did. We just maybe we them. have in the past. Um, if you guys are anything, but let us know here's too. the thing. This, if if they were to um, <clears throat> essentially remake that game, uh, I think there would be a fan base for that. And oh, 100%. So, it was a great game. 
yeah and so i could i could totally see that um happening um so i'd be for it i i I really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. and i think they could add to it they could still keep a lot of the same things but add to it yeah and clearly if he's if we look at it that way, if he's re- revisiting that music, it means they're probably re-recording even the music. So uh, to me, that yeah. that would yeah. that would say that like this would be a full out remake. Well, that's not, at the, least at least a, like a rework or a um, uh, you know a, a what's the word I'm looking for a um, <laughs> remaster uh, of this game, which is well deserved. I mean, yeah. you can play that game today and it's still fun. Now the, the, the mechanics are outdated. The graphics are outdated. So I, as long as they kept true to what it is, mm-hmm. just, just revamp the score, revamp graphics and just kind of smooth out the, 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 the edges of the gameplay. I would buy it. Yeah. hundred percent. And I know probably a lot of people would. So I, we don't know that that's what it is. Maybe they're just reusing the score for something. Um, I, I don't know that. Uh, and, and again, we don't even know this is anything at all. This is still rumor. Um, but I think Steve Harlan saying that he's dust, who was, who was the actual composer of Republic Commando saying he's dusting it off for something coming soon. Wink, wink. Eh, never could be something. So it um, could be. So definitely keep your eyes out for that. Uh, if you're, if you're interested in all that good stuff. So yes, for sure. Let's go ahead and move on to our yeah, final Yeah, let's rumor. move on to our final rumor here. Um, <clears throat> Ron Howard has uh, talked with the Lights Camera Barstool Movie Podcast. Oh, wow. And uh, he um, shared that there are currently no rumblings about a potential sequel, but the director did admit that there is interest in those characters. Quote, unquote. Um, He said, he went on to say, but I can assure you there is... Uh, nothing being developed right now for a movie or Disney Plus. But one great thing is there has been a lot of affection shown for Solo, and so of course that keeps boding well for them to eventually turn it around. Mm-hmm. Basically saying that like if the fans want it, uh, Disney's yeah. like, hey, if you guys really want this, you know, we, we might make it. You know, right. and uh, Ron Howard. Interesting. It's interesting that Ron would be saying something like this because, as we've talked about on the podcast before. It was never Ron Howard that was supposed to take over uh, Solo, right? If I'm maybe I'm not I'm not mistaken, correct? Like right, yeah. He was he was he was not the original. Right, he was not the original correct. one. And basically, it got delayed a couple of times, and the story was kind of getting rewritten a little bit. And basically, the Disney execs were like, "Okay, let's bring in someone seasoned." Well, they eventually had creative differences. Creative differences, uh, exactly. Yeah. So basically, they're like, "Okay, let's just bring in Ron Howard. He knows what he's doing. He may not be super into the process of this specific movie." He's going to get it done to the best of it that it can. And he did. I, I, I know a lot of people who didn't love that movie and it wasn't super necessary, quote unquote. Uh, no backstory really ever is. Um, but I do think that that he did the best that he could. And I really enjoyed it. I think it was just another deep dive into another aspect of Star Wars that we don't typically see, which is like the underground, yeah. the bounty, or not bounty hunters, but the, uh, the smugglers. Mm-hmm. It was a good look uh, about another side of Star Wars that we typically don't see. So... It's cool. I'm, I'm excited. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing. I don't know if that we need a movie, but if it was a, a, a solo Disney Plus show, I could get into that. And we've talked about this before, yeah. but also like a, maybe Akira and 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 uh, sure Mall, you know, series as well. That would be amazing. So, I mean, I think we both agree that there's still a story <laughs> to be me. told there for at least Kira and Mall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's there's more there, and I don't know how we'll get it. Right. Obviously. You know, 
I the <laughs> the obvious easy answer would be to do an animated show. Mm-hmm. That'd be the easiest way. You get Sam Witwer to come in do and do the voice work for Maul. And, and you could have um, the actress that plays Kira. I can't remember her name all of a sudden. Uh, wow. You could ask me any day. I probably know. But, um, um, Clark. Something Clark. Is her last name Clark? Yes. <laughs> what in the world? How do I not remember her name? Uh, wow. I can't remember either all of a sudden. Amelia, Amelia, Amelia Clark. Amelia yeah, yeah. Clark. Amelia That's Clark. Right. So you could have her come in and be the voice. And that would be the easy answer. Of course, I would love to see a live action version. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, there 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 was that big shakeup with Ray Park and it's still an unclear on What's if Ray Park happening? will ever continue to be mm-hmm. uh, play as Maul because we know we we've heard over and over again talks of Maul being in something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, multiple um, different times. And and Ron, you know, Ron Howard here is saying that there is no nothing's being developed right now. But who's to say Ron Howard knows? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Again, he was he was the he was the, the the pinch coach, right? The pinch hitter, so to speak. He was the one that, that they brought in the last to to make sure it got done. Make sure it got done. But let's be honest: you know, if they were to do a sequel, would they start with Ron Howard? I don't know. I don't know that. Ron right? Howard's probably really expensive too. Well, and that's and that's <laughs> I think that's kind of like what the, I was trying to get at earlier. I didn't really say it very you know well, but yeah, I think they're gonna like okay. Ron, we appreciate you coming in. We paid you quite a bit of money because we just want to get this as done. We've sunk enough money into Solo that we need to bring in the big guns to finish up and do the best that it can to make us as much money as it possibly can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know that necessarily they would be bringing him in for a second. That would be cool, sure. But he, it's Ron Howard. He's a big-time director. Would he really be over a Disney Plus show? I don't know that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so uh, those of you who really like Solo or like to see more of that, definitely uh, keep your eyes and ears open. Um, if you see a petition and whatever, go sign it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they have to do since, you know, smoke signals or something. I don't know. So he's <laughs> like, hey, we want this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was our last rumor. So we're going to uh, jump into our releases for the coming week. Uh, we have Darth Vader issue number seven. Is coming on Wednesday. Of course, that's very exciting. The Darth Vader series is the best um, Star Wars content oh, that's yeah. been coming out in good. the past while. Uh, maybe up until The Mandalorian. But even then, arguably, uh, maybe better content on Darth Vader because it's pretty good stuff. It's hard to say. Yeah. Um, Star Wars Adventures Annual 2020 is supposedly now being released. Uh, I don't know that I believe it because we've already seen it be delayed multiple times. And there's talks about it being delayed again. And frankly, I don't like it. So I don't like adventures. So, so, matter anyway. so I don't really care, but I'm just letting you guys know. Because <laughs> he's the only one that matters, guys. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah JK, if that's JK. your thing, uh, go check that out. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we got Mando Monday coming up again on Monday. We'll see right, right. some uh, merch from this episode we just witnessed today. Uh, so you can check that out on StarWars.com on Monday. We also have, on Tuesday, we have, um, from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back oh, yeah. is being released. Yep. Um, it's going to be awesome. Super, super excited about that one. I encourage all of you who love a good story, who love to uh, to know as much as you can about canon, to pick mm-hmm. this up because this is going to be one that's filled with all kinds of little uh, fun details mm-hmm. to only um, strengthen The Empire Strikes Back. And which, so, which, I mean, it doesn't even need that much, but if it can, it, oh right. man, I mean, come on, it can only get better from here. It can only get better, so... <laughs> Right. Uh, so definitely check that out. 
And then, of course, that Friday, we will have Mandalorian Chapter 11. Yeah. So uh, I, I was just before we get into Q and A, I, I did want to point this out because I just bumped him the elbow. But uh, see this beautiful poster right here. I'm just kind of I'm kind of bragging here a little bit, um, yeah. but I just wanted you guys to see this because uh, um, this is the exclusive exclusive um, Star Wars Celebration 2019 Mandalorian panel. If you guys if, if anyone went to the panel, you would get this exclusive Mando poster, and uh, yeah, I just really want to show it off tonight, and you know. Just kind of be a braggart a little bit, but anyway, yeah. it looks sick. <laughs> um, I'll never forget going in, getting to watch uh, the very first, yes, the first look at yeah. uh, the Mandalorian. They were so strict that they they had they had like guards in there yeah. that were walking the aisles, making sure that no one was uh, yeah. using their phones. And they also had some kind of like scanners, to, like like scan, infrared scanners, yeah, infrared and stuff. technology oh, to make sure that you weren't using your phone. Yeah. It was it was a little scary. It was. I was like I was I was like paranoid. Like I, I, I can I even tech, uh, check my text messages right now? <laughs> right. So I didn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a it was a pretty cool moment because so we cool. saw the Mandalorian so cool. like like um, Tim. Five to ten minutes of the first episode, mm-hmm. we saw it way before the rest of the world did. Like way before, way before, because yeah. they didn't end up showing a trailer till you know not August, long after uh, September or something. I don't know. It, no, it, it was really late, I believe. Like kind of yeah. like the, I don't remember when it was, but I don't know either. All I know is we had seen it uh, far before it actually dropped for mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, in online. April of 2019. So, so it was very cool. Um, yeah. We're saying that no, no other reason than to brag, I guess, but yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> the reason. But then, but yeah, but what made it better, this is where I was going with that. What made it better is we, we got to witness that and we're like walking out and then they like handed, Oh, by the way, you can have this poster. And, and we were like, Oh no way. We immediately, we immediately were like, like, Oh my God, you know, like touching, like as if it was about to explode into fire, like yeah. just barely hold on to the edges. We ran into the exhibition hall, like trying our best not to bump into people. Well, there's people everywhere people everyone's like this is back thing, before like, covid oh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like everyone's like gingerly holding their poster and we all like ran to these different booths that had like poster like little plastic covers yeah um yeah so that was that was funny yeah yeah we, i remember we were so worried <laughs> so we we're gonna, gonna get a, like get a crease in it somewhere <laughs> <laughs> we're holding it around like a baby the rest of the day yeah yeah, yeah. i know it was very because if I remember it. right, that was pretty early on that day, and we we were there it for it for a lot longer. So we were just like cradling the whole it time. The whole yeah, I, I remember like one time I like pinched it between my side, like this like super flat. I'm just like walking like a penguin over here. Like, yes. <laughs> but you know, hey, this is pristine, man. Uh, just like selling for some money on eBay. Oh, anyway, all right, it's probably like <laughs> it's probably like a dollar, twenty six dollars and some change. Anyway, twenty six dollars. Um, <clears throat> oh man. No, I saw one on there for seventy five. Did you really? I did. Yeah. Really. Yeah, on eBay. Might have to sell them. <laughs> no, I'm, just kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. How dare he? I'm anyway, kidding. so without any further ado, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our Q and A. Uh, some of you guys came in clutch. Um, some of our our usual uh, guys and gals here, so, uh, David and, and Kristen came in. So we appreciate you guys. Thank question. you very much. I. Uh, yeah, it's great. Our 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 episode this week is very irregular so like and this week has been super busy for me so like i didn't post anything and i'm like oh my gosh we still need to get some questions and anyway we we very much appreciate you guys uh, asking some questions yeah. for us so um let's go ahead and get into our questions the first one comes from Kristen perry who says in the clone series uh, clone war series excuse me um we know that there are some clones who are defective kind of like 99 and a few different ones or the bad batch even um uh, that were different from the rest that had different characteristics would it be a stretch for a clone to be a girl instead of a boy so that's a good question i obviously we've we've never seen that um i'm not saying it's imp- 
possible. But let me think here. So basically, you know, they were different because they kind of had like genetic mutations. That's kind of like what had happened. Right. Um, and and it's kind of getting a little sciencey here. But, you know, a genetic mutation is a variation off of a base cell genome. So like you have like a cell and a mutation is kind of like just the change off of the foundational cell. So... You know, you have like your X and your XY chromosome. You know, I don't know how it is in the Star Wars universe. Maybe completely different. But you know, for a cell to completely change to a different cell, it wouldn't necessarily be a mutation. It'd be something completely different, like an evolution. I don't even know what the word would be for that. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, it, is it possible in Star Wars? Absolutely. I don't know that. I personally think that it would happen because um, I just I, I don't know that that cell mutations would occur that way. I'm getting like way too sciencey on this, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, I think, um, you know, anything's possible yeah, when it comes to Star Wars. Exactly. Uh, you never know what they might they might do. Um, however, I I don't think it's very likely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really... It doesn't mean they won't end up deciding to yeah. do that in a story, but I don't really think that is going to happen. So yeah, yeah. So you never know. But Kristen, thank you as always. Yes, for, thank you for the question. Uh, we always appreciate appreciate your questions. And you always have some good ones. You always have some like ones that really kind of thought provoking. So I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. All right. Oh, also, uh, oh. I just want to say before he goes on, um, you know, we are we're here just to hang out, just to talk. So uh, mm-hmm. if you guys have any questions right now, th- yeah. throw them in there, and we'll yeah. get to them here as well. Uh, cause we, you know, we're just hanging out talking, That's right. uh, we, we have plenty of time. Um, so if you have anything you want to ask, feel free to type those in yeah. the comments and we'll, we'll, we'll answer it. Yeah. There or might at least be, we'll try. Yeah, right. Uh, there might be a little bit of a delay. So if you, you, you ask it and all of a sudden we're like, wait, Hey, hold on. Why didn't, why aren't they answering my question? Well, there might be about like a 30 second delay. I don't really know how long it is. There always it's is usually about that. Yeah. Yeah. There usually always is some type of like 30, 30 to maybe even 45 second delay. So if you say something we don't immediately get to it that's why anyway so second question comes from david gill hey davy yes davy he says in empire strikes back when han is out looking for luke on hoth as he is leaving the one of the soldiers tells him to stay inside and he says then i'll see you in hell is there belief in star wars of a hell or is that just a sign of the 1980s (laughs) honestly David, that was something I don't think I've ever even thought of or caught. Um, and that's a good question. Um, the long and the short answer, I think, is that you're absolutely right. It's just It was just the 1980s, um, and the writing wasn't superb, and they just threw in like a colloquial term that we would usually, you know, people would usually commonly use, and then say, mm-hmm. you know, throw it in there, not thinking about the lore <laughs> of Star Wars. That's, that's the... Uh, that's the short answer, that's at least. The, that's the... Yeah, that's just like the basic, uh, mm-hmm. like they eighty in the eighties and made a movie or whatever. Yeah, you know, or at least I will say a, a slightly extended version of that answer would be this. Um, I don't know at the time they ever even thought of it like that, just simply because Star Wars at that time had been one movie that did pretty well, right? In nineteen seventy nine, they had a movie that did pretty well, and then two years later in uh, nineteen or is yeah nineteen eighty one. Empire Strikes Back. This was this was the only second movie they ever thought. If they could go back, or I guess go forward in time and then go back and see that there was what nine movies and and multiple different TV shows and tons of animation and books and comics and lore, they may have thought of that. But at that time, like I don't know if they ever just thought like, oh yes, there's gonna be all of this deep lore that people are gonna pay attention to. So right, I don't. Now the yeah. the uh, the canon answer 
or at least somewhat canon answer. Um, some of this is probably legends at this point. Right. But we know that there's something called the chaos, uh, which is like, it's, it was considered the netherworld um, of like netherworld of the force. They, there would be deceased Sith Lords and stuff that kind of mm-hmm. was in this realm. It was also yeah. called the void sometimes. Um, so the void chaos, but also referred to as hell and oh, really, uh, I didn't even know that in, um, Karelian, um, uh, mythology. So, so they, they basically, they later on like, Oh wow. Han Solo just said, you know, hell. So we got to like rope that in somehow. In the game. <laughs> so, so they, yeah, so they, they kind of covered their bases there, but a lot of that I think was legends and I don't. Actually, let me look up here and see if we've had any canon references of that. I'm going to say probably not. And this is that's just me. He may come up with something completely different, right? I'm just going to say in modern canon, they probably either A, didn't even think about it, or B, didn't want to address that. Um, and just like, oh, that was the 1980s. So we do, we... Wait. Prove me wrong. I want to be proved wrong. We have... We've, it's been mentioned in Dr. Afra issue 40. Really? Okay. It's been, in, it was mentioned in Shadowfall. Wow. I didn't know, know this. It actually lists every time they've used it as, um, a like cuss word as well, <laughs> which is funny. Nice. Um, but it looks like maybe there's been two references of it that were not used as like an expletive, um, like as a location more than anything. So yeah. the canon the canon thing here says chaos was a mythological place associated with disorder. Hmm. So that is canon though. That is a canon statement. Wow. Uh, according to a legend of the Naboo people, chaos was a pit held back by six impenetrable gates. Hmm. So, I did not know that. Well. Uh, but yeah, so it, it looks like maybe it's changed a little bit from the legends thing that I was just telling you guys about. Um, but you know, it's a kind of the same as, as we've seen before where like, I think a lot of that, uh, legends lore is still there Mm -hmm. and eventually probably will carry over. Right. Uh, They just haven't really detailed it as much as it has been in the past through the hundreds and hundreds of stories out there. Oh, and there's so so. many, so many books and comics and games and movies and everything, you know, yeah, there's so much lore out there, but yeah, that's uh, actually pretty interesting. I learned so, something new today yeah. too. I did so not realize go. that. So <laughs> interesting question, David. Uh, only you would yeah, think of that. <laughs> that. That's actually a good question. That's I love, a, I love a question yeah, like that. Yeah, that's a good question. Great question. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, though, it was just a slip, of, not a slip of the tongue, but it was just like, oh, it was the 1980s. They didn't really care. They just wrote that in as like the common colloquial. Oh yeah, you know, get it back at them. Well, and we know Star Wars normally they, uh, especially originally, had a lot of their own like cuss words, right? Yeah, that's you know true. what I mean? That like their true. own name calling and stuff. Right. It, it, was, it was all based in the Bands Star Wars of world. <laughs> I personally loved that. I yeah. liked that that's how they did yeah, it. Yeah, because it doesn't, like when you bring um, in elements of our life or of our galaxy, it kind of takes away from the galaxy far, far takes away. takes away from it. Know? And I'll never forget uh, whenever Disney got Star Wars, it actually like greatly increased the amount of we heard our own slang, our yeah, own terms. I, I don't like that. Um, I don't it, like that. It, it happens way more now than it ever did back before Disney yeah. bought it. And like the, yeah. the sequel trilogy is full of, of that stuff that really you didn't really yeah. hear anything like that back when in the yeah. old stories. So. This is getting a little off topic and I don't want to be controversial, but it's like 
you know, that's something that Disney has done is they tried to like integrate Star Wars universe with our own a lot more so than before. And I think that just ruins the magic, right? I think that to me that ruins part of the allure of Star Wars is that they are trying to bring in things that we're familiar with. But at the same time, like, I don't want to be familiar. I want it to be new, exciting, outside of the realm of my own possibility. Well, it's kind of even like going, and I know we're going to discuss Mandalorian a lot more, but it's kind of like with the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, we have we have these aliens that we've seen <laughs> right. use alien language, Hatties and different things, yep. right? But yep. like here, they're talking like, uh, like in the first episode, you have the alien, the bartender, and he talks like a redneck straight, like <laughs> like in right. <laughs> right in your backyard. Yeah, and yep. Uh, and personally, I I always liked that the aliens had these their own languages, uh, their own languages yeah. and stuff, and you had to have subtitles or you had yeah. a droid yeah. that that talked for him. And and I will say, um, no spoilers. But we do see the opposite of that in this uh, this Spoiler this episode. Um, we we do see some like translating being done, that kind yeah. of thing. We'll get more into that later. Uh, we'll get but... more into that. So I'm not saying I, I just want to make it clear that like it's not always the case. But I do think it's weird that we have a lot of aliens that speak like really plain just basic basic American English. Yeah. And you're like, but, hmm, I don't see how that fits in, but okay, whatever. <laughs> right. So anyway. A long way around the question, but David, we thank you for asking. Um, so our third and final question for today um, is actually from Miss Ava Patton. Ava, thank you for asking this question. Thank you, Ava. Uh, another another good one, and she asks, what era of the Jedi would you be a part of? Ooh. It's a very cool question. As Ava probably knows, we love the Jedi. That's why we're called Jedi Eternal. Um, I will go ahead and say kind of the easy answer, and I'm sure Drew will probably agree with this. I I like, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I like the Jedi because of, of, of the virtues that the Jedi have, that they're the peacekeepers, that they, they're the light side of the force that, you know, you look at a Jedi and and you know that they're, you're saved kind of thing. And I know that a lot of eras of the Jedi, we don't get that a whole lot. I know that there's two different times, uh, one that, that we've heard of, right. And one that we're getting ready to hear of. But one of them is Knights of the Old Republic, or the Old Republic. And um, the, the Jedi were, were a big kind of, uh, how, what I'm trying to say, basically they were, they're huge. There's tons and tons and tons of Jedi all over the galaxy, as there were tons of Sith. But I do like maybe being a Jedi during that time where there's tons of Jedi and, 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 and the, the Jedi principles are flourishing evermore. But I would say probably for me, and it depends on how it goes, because we don't know yet. But I can just say from my current observations, I would like to be a Jedi during the High Republic era. Because, again, as we've seen a couple different times, uh, we've read about it, I guess, is that the High Republic is the height of the Jedi. They were, it was when they were the best. That was when they were the, less, the least corrupt. They had the most illustrious robes and, 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 you know, mostly connected to the Force and, you know, all this stuff. I think if I was ever going to be a Jedi, I would really like to be a Jedi during the High Republic. Might change when it comes out and stuff like that, but we'll see. Drew? I mean, it, it definitely looks appealing, right? Um, yeah. My, yeah. My thing is we don't really know exactly what goes down there, and that it, might change my that's, yeah. feelings. But based off what we've seen, yeah. I mean, that looks like a pretty great era mm-hmm. to uh, be a part of. And and you also have to look at, like, of course we don't want to be a part of of the, the Jedi of the prequel trilogy because yeah. it goes very badly for yeah, them. Very corrupt um, and, and dogmatic and yeah. And yeah. of course, if you're uh, after, if you're in the original trilogy, 
Um, there really aren't any Jedi. There aren't really any Jedi, <laughs> but if you were a Jedi, you've been in hiding, most likely. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're going sequel trilogy, uh, you're most likely going to be a Jedi that either uh, was killed um, by Kylo Ren, probably, or mm-hmm. or if we go past that into after the sequel trilogy, you're maybe going to get trained by Rey eventually, and that may be a, an that'd option be that cool. might not yeah, be, be, cool. be too bad. Yeah, uh, but if we go pa- before High Republic, it's there's a lot of wars: the Mandalorian War, the uh, Sith War. There's a lot of uh, wars the Jedi were in. So basically, of, if you're a Jedi, there's always going to be some kind of there's struggle. Always or going to be something. a struggle. <laughs> right. Is basically right. uh, the High Republic right. um, seems to have had quite a bit of peace up until this point, mm-hmm. up until the point where these stories start. So I guess I'm going to go with you. I guess I would yeah. say uh, the High Republic, maybe um, the early ages of the High Republic. Uh, so you can live in in bliss, but yeah. <laughs> I just want to uh, have a good time. Just be have a de- the force and a defender a of of, I mean, of peace. Um, but yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of different. I mean, listen. If I could be a Jedi, I'd be a Jedi no matter when. But if I had to choose, probably the higher public era, unless it changes when we read more about it. Yeah. So Ava, great question. Thank you so yeah. much for asking. Uh, all good questions all around, and we thank yeah, you guys. Good questions. Um, for continually asking questions, continually interacting. Um, just so very thankful. It's always a blast uh, answering and hearing your questions. It really is. And then we say yep. it pretty much every episode, but I, really we're so thankful. Um, it really makes the show. Well, yeah. If we really didn't, if we didn't show. have the questions, you know, what would, yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean, it's just a couple of people listening each week, but yeah, that would just be me and Andrew talking. You don't want to hear that. <laughs> I we, hope you want to hear that. <laughs> the, the questions is, is definitely a big part of what keeps us going. Yeah. Uh, so. Knowing that you guys, uh, want to talk with us and knowing that we um, are getting to answer some of your thoughts about yeah. Star Wars is uh, very satisfying for us. So It's very awesome. So we're very thankful. Um, that will conclude our Q&A for today. But without further ado, we are going to get on to our main topic for this special live stream episode 38. And that is discussing in great detail um, Mandalorian Season 2, Episodes 1 and 2, or a.k.a. Chapters 9 and Chapters 10. So um, kind of the overall basic structure, what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about each episode individually. Um, and, and in that discussion, we're going to talk about the summary first, kind of just what happened in the episode. And then we're going to get into the fine details, the Easter eggs, the little things that we caught. So we're going to start off with episode one or chapter nine. And we're going to go ahead and just refer to them as chapters instead of episodes. So there's no confusion when we refer to season one. Um, so chapter nine is where we're going to start off today. So again, full spoilers for both of these episodes. If you haven't watched it, you know, we hope you come back and rewatch, but you go go ahead and get off. Or if you're listening on the podcast, of course, um, you can go ahead and pause for now. Yeah. Or if you don't care about being spoiled, then just join in. And- yeah. And we'll give you a nice <laughs> thorough detail of what happens. And you can go watch and, and notice yeah. all the things for the first time. Yeah. So great. So let's go ahead with uh, uh, Rebecca May says, oh, hey, what's up, Becca? Becca. Hey, thanks for joining. Hey, I uh, um, heard you had a birthday recently. <laughs> <laughs> no, Becca, I hope you had a good birthday, though. For real. Yeah, she um, she is just uh, recently became a quite a big Star Wars fan. Ooh, um, cool. She actually went uh, to came to our trunk or treat and she was dressed up as a female version of Anakin Skywalker. 
uh, had the nice. scar and everything. <laughs> That's and, actually awesome. Uh, so that was really cool. That's cool. And so, yeah, we uh, love to see new Star Wars fans. So. Yes, that is that is awesome, Becca. Hey, stay. you're in a good thing. Go ahead and stay out. You know. <laughs> Runs in the blood. <laughs> Runs in the blood. That's right. So, uh, so yeah, let's go ahead with Chapter 9. Um, unless you want to, I can just give like, a quick no, summary. Go, f- go for it. Um, I'm not going to get super deep into it because we're assuming that you have watched this, but here's why we wanted to do a summary is because I've talked to several people um, that know that about this podcast personally, you know, like I know them personally, they know about this podcast and they know that I like Star Wars. So they always like to come up to me and anything Star Wars related, like, Hey, did you hear about that? And, um, a lot of them came up to me and they're like, Hey, you know, I, I watched this Mandalorian season one. It was awesome. There's a lot of cool stuff, but who is this person or, or what was the significance about that? And I'm like, uh, you know, things that, that me and Andrew were like, Oh yeah, yeah, there's that. But I realized a lot of people may not know or, or may not catch it as quickly as we would because we're weirdo fanatic nerds that that catch all this stuff (laughs) and have nothing better to do but then to do a podcast every week about this stuff so (laughs) so that's why we want to do a summary so episode one of season two chapter nine um we pan in over no i'm kidding so basically we get uh the mandalorian as he was tasked in chapter eight he was tasked by the armor of his clan that basically he had to go find the uh he had to go find the species of the child or baby Yoda. And it was his job or his tasking to go find uh, baby Yoda's species. So at this time, he doesn't know who they are, but she kind of alludes that, that, you know, she watched him use the force. I believe that at least one point or, or he's told her about it. So she talked about the ancient, you know, uh, uh, race of wizards. So it wasn't really a race, but as we know it, but she, they, they think it is. So she talks about this ancient, you know, uh, wizard people that fought the Mandalorians before. Of course, she's talking about the Jedi. So in episode, the end of episode, uh, uh, well, let me show you that. At the end of uh, chapter eight, going into chapter nine, that's the Mandalorian or Din Djarin's cause now. That he's going to go try to seek out different Mandalorians in order to find out information about the Jedi to eventually lead him to the Jedi to get Baby Yoda back to his people. So. Chapter nine, he's he he has a lead. He, he he knows that there's somebody that knows where a Mandalorian's at. So he goes to this world, and at this point, I don't believe we know where this what this world's called. I could be incorrect on that, um, but the, it's a very kind of dark industrial place with a bunch of graffiti. And um, like I said, we're gonna I have some stuff to say about that. But we're gonna get the details later. We're just gonna give a quick synopsis. So he goes through and uh, he talks to this this uh, you know informant. Um, that's giving him some information saying, okay, there's a Mandalorian on Tatooine. So, and Din Djarin's like, well, wait a second. I, I've been on Tatooine a lot recently, um, and I've never seen a Mandalorian. He's like, hey, all I know is that uh, there's one on there. But he doesn't tell him where yet. And right as he's about to tell him where, um, surprise attack, all these henchmen and all these goons of this informant pop on him, and they're wanting to take his armor because the best guard that his armor is made of is very valuable. So, you know... Chaos ensues, the fights, there's a, a bunch of really cool and funny parts of that fight, um, if you haven't seen it yet. But so, uh, of course, Din Djarin wins. Surprise. <laughs> he wins. So uh, he chases down the informant, and he gets the information he needs. And, uh, yeah, which that informant was uh, was actually a species that we saw in the cantina at Mos Eisley. Yes, and that's yeah, I, I, I was going to mention that later on, but yeah, that's pretty cool. It's one of the only times we've ever seen his species, was like I said, on uh, episode... Um, four of the main saga, New Hope, and uh, it's the one with the big 
singular eye. So it's a really cool little callback there. Yeah. Um, and cool to see it again. So he gets the information that the uh, <laughs> so beating up his ear. mic over here. <laughs> probably not um, loud to you guys. Yeah, you guys probably don't hear. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, so he gets the information that that this particular Mandalorian is in a specific town um, called. Uh, I'm trying to think where it was called here. Hold on, real quick. Uh, what are you? What are you looking? What are you trying? Mos Pelgo. He's told. Oh them, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. tells him Mos Pelgo is where he's at. So he goes back um, to. Um, he goes back to Tatooine and gets information about Mos Pelgo and goes into Mos Pelgo. So it's this little podunk town. He walks into this tavern bar type thing. Goes up to the bartender and says, "You know, I'm looking for a Mandalorian." And he's like, well, I don't even know what a Mandalorian is. He's like, somebody who looks like me. He's like, oh, you must be talking about the sheriff. So in comes the sheriff of the town. And lo and behold, it is Cobb Vanth. So those of you who may not follow the book, um, Cobb Vanth is in the Aftermath series, as we kind of already discussed this. And he was a, a slave turned sheriff slash marshal for Freetown, or Mos Pelgo now, as it's called. And uh, But what's interesting in the book is that he was wearing an armor that was not confirmed in the book but was, was alluded very heavily to that it was Boba Fett's armor. And as we see, as Cobb Vanth in uh, Chapter 9 walks in, he is in fact wearing Boba Fett's armor. So I know a few people didn't realize that that was Boba Fett's armor when uh, they are talking to me. So those of you who are watching, if you didn't catch that, that was in fact Boba Fett's armor. Promise Rollins says, you both are so cute. Oh, shucks. Stop. You're embarrassing me in front of all of our fans. You're going to make Braxton blush. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, stop. Anyway, um, I'm just kidding. Um, so anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, so anyway, it was in fact Boba Fett's army. You can go cross-reference, but Boba Fett's uh, certain clan uh, symbol, insignia right here, same thing. On the helmet, there's the dent. On the chest, there's the two dents right here. All same. So we know that it was Boba Fett's armor. Mandalorian or Din Djarin, should I say, doesn't like that. He's not a true Mandalorian, doesn't follow the Mandalorian ways, therefore he wants the armor back. So they make a deal and say, if you go and you defeat the crate dragon for me, or with me, should I say, um, I'll give you the armor. Because the Mandalorian at that point didn't believe that he had earned the right to, to wear it. So as the episode goes, this is where it kind of gets a little filler-ish, not really filler, but basically they go meet up with a bunch of uh, uh, sand people or Tusken Raiders, and uh, they create an alliance, and they go fight the Crate Dragon. Yeah. And uh, long story short, they defeat the Crate Dragon, and we'll get into some, some cool details later on, but they defeat the Crate Dragon, and Cobb Vanth honors his request, surprisingly enough, a very honorable guy, I guess, gives him back Boba Fett's armor, and that should be the end of the episode, correct? But he puts the armor on the speeder. He drives away into the sunset, the dual binary sunset, mind you. It was a very awesome scene. And we thought that was the culmination. We're like, oh, dude, check out the binary sunset. But lo and behold, at the end of chapter nine, there was the silhouette of a big burly man. <laughs> <laughs> As he turns around, it is none other than Tamira Morrison. Oh, yeah. And so... And this I'm, is the moment that we stood up and, and screamed. We literally like, it, yeah! And we like gave each other high fives, like chest bumping. Well, we didn't do that. But <laughs> but we were like giving each other high fives and like screaming like, yes! So what is the significance of this guy, of Tamira Morrison, which is the guy's actual name in real life, uh, um, is that simply enough, he was the man who played Jango Fett in uh, Attack of the Clones, episode two of the main saga. And... Um, 
essentially, we know that Boba Fett was a, a clone of Jango Fett. So naturally, Jango, or excuse me, Boba Fett is going to look exactly like Jango Fett. And Jango Fett was played by Tamir Morrison. And we just saw Boba Fett's armor. So we can only make one logical conclusion that it is probably Boba Fett. So we don't know that for a fact yet. So I don't want to get too assured, but I'm pretty sure it's Boba Fett. I guess Chuck Wendig could be... Uh, Chuck Wendig could have some kind of in on the Mandalorian kind of end and know that it's some wayward clone, I mean, but we're pretty certain it's Boba Fett. They, they, I mean, they use Cobb Vanthal, after all, so I mean, he should know something. <laughs> sorry, Chuck, <laughs> yeah. if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. Um, you, you know, he won't be. So, that is kind of the synopsis of episode one of season two, or chapter nine. So now, um, now that I've kind of taken a whole lot of time on that, Drew and I can go back and forth, but now we want to really go kind of from the beginning of the episode to the end and really start kind of fine-picking some of the really cool Easter eggs and fine details that we saw. Yeah, and and we don't want to... we would love for you guys to to jump in on this. Yes, and if anything um, you guys have seen that you really liked and thought, oh, right. that was so awesome, you know, please yeah, jump in on the comments. If there's anything that you can think of, any any uh, anything interesting you saw in this episode, mm-hmm. feel free to comment. Uh, we will see it and we'll read that off here. But yep, uh, as absolutely. we as we're continuing on here, and we'll just be talking about some of the Easter eggs and things that we that we noticed mm-hmm. and that we've read about, and uh, and there's some good stuff in there. So so let's start off with the. Uh, Let's start off with the first part where they're like kind of on this like this this industrial world. Is there anything yeah. that that really sticks out to you that you would like to talk about? Well, I think the first thing that stands out to me, and I know we we talked about it as we were watching the episode, was the graffiti. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, the graffiti is are there's the walls are covered in graffiti, mm-hmm. and one of the big things uh, is that there's a lot of stormtrooper helmets. Yeah. And and they're crossed out. Yeah, a lot of them are crossed yeah, out. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll point that out. Um, yeah. And also there. Are Appears to be uh, what a lot have speculated. It appears to be a C three PO. Or if um, nothing else, at least a gold protocol right. droid. But like, who's the most popular gold protocol droid? Right. You know? Like, <laughs> maybe it's not supposed to be C three PO, but it's definitely supposed to make us think about C three PO. Exactly. Um, and yeah. so that's one of the 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 first things that you really notice. Um, and for me, the uh, after that would be. Like like we said, the alien inside um, the ring there mm-hmm. uh, is is an alien that you see um, in the cantina in Miles Eisley in A New yeah. Hope. Yeah. Another cool thing is as you first walk in, what we realize is that this is no, uh, you know, just kind of random warehouse. This is actually a fighting ring. And yeah. who's fighting? None other than the Gamorreans. And uh, they're using what to seems to be kind of like... A, uh, like vibro axes or something along those lines. Um, but what's interesting is like, what, you know, the Gamorians are those kind of pig-like creatures that we saw specifically in episodes five and six of the main saga. And uh, But what's funny, one thing I kind of want to point out on that is that they were mainly employed, and the only time we ever saw them was with Jabba the Hutt, but after Jabba the Hutt dies, <laughs> they're on unemployment and uh, <laughs> have to go find work somewhere else. And, uh, and uh, so they just turn to what they know and they're yeah. uh you know they're fighting so but what's interesting though also they're not eating as well that's for sure that's what i was about to say oh sorry yeah no no you're good <laughs> they uh they're in an episode specifically in episode six uh, uh return of the jedi they're very fat they're very big they're well clothed they have a lot of clothing and armor and things of that nature but as we see them now <clears throat> is there's not really clothes except for like some kind of fur loincloth and they're actually like ripped <laughs> it's like yeah. they're 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 forced to to fight 
physically all the time. And uh, that's just kind of interesting little interesting little thing to think about is because like although they were Jabba the Hutt's bodyguards, like people feared Jabba and therefore they didn't have to fight that much because who's going to fight Jabba the Hutt, right? Then you right. know you're going to die. So that's why they were fat. Yeah. But now they have to fight. So they're not <laughs> fat anymore. And I think something else that's interesting there is, and we talked about this a little bit when we were watching it, is they're fighting and you're seeing like, you're seeing like these like uh, flashes of energy, flashes of energy or something. So there's some kind of like overshield on them, right? Or something. Uh, and, and, and what that brings back to my memory is um, in KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic, mm, uh, the yeah. game, a lot of times when you would be fighting, they would have these shields and, and you, they would hit each other, but the, there would just be like sparks and different things that yeah. would fly off. Yeah. And so yeah. I feel like this may be uh, kind of a callback to that. Well, um, I want to say this real quick is that there is a lot, a lot, and we're going to go break down more as we go. There is a lot of KOTOR references. Yeah. A lot of Knights of the Old Republic references. Um, and this is just one of the many. This is kind of a very small one, but but it, it, it's a big one. So, or well, it's it's one of the many. So it's pretty cool. Um, and, and like I said, we've been seeing a lot more about Knights of the Old Republic. So mm, makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. We'll see. I hope something. So, I hope something's stirring. Yeah. So now that's kind of the main things that we saw in terms of like. There's more to talk about, smaller details and stuff. But in terms of the big like like Easter eggs and things of that nature. That's what we want to talk about. So now let's move on to as he first gets into Tatooine. Now, um, there's a there's when he first lands into the, the landing port. There's something interesting there. Um, you know what I'm talking about. I just want to bounce back off you. I don't want to keep talking the whole time. Uh, the R2 or the uh, R, uh, R4 unit. Oh, oh yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you guys have seen. Um, a new hope when Luke Skywalker goes to buy a droid, mm -hmm. he picks out this droid. And, um, in any ways it has a, like a little uh, explosion. Uh, what is it that happens to the back of them? I can't remember what they call it. The motivator. Uh, yeah. It, and he had and a it, bad motivator. It has like, it like pops open and anyways, they're like, ah, oh, and so, and so anyways, he ends up getting R2D2 mm -hmm. and, uh, and from a certain point of view, a new hope, the novel, we get the backstory of that, and basically R2-D2 is telling this droid, hey, I got to go. I have to go with, with Luke Skywalker. I have to help him. You know, there, I got, There's people that need saved and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that droid <laughs> sacrifices himself so that R2-D2 yeah. can go. Well, so I've always wondered what happened to this droid. Yeah, and, it surely uh, didn't just go into the scrap heap, you know, after all that, you know. Right, right. And so as you'll see, this the droid rolls up. What was his name? R R2-D4. No, mean R4-D5. R4-D5. Okay. Yeah. He, as he rolls up, you'll see there's a little burn spot on the back of his head yeah. there. Where, and and yeah. that's and, and the appearance, of course, Looks exactly as well. But that yeah. is like, that's right there, confirms it well, for you. Well, and there's a, one more thing that confirms it as well, is that she says, like, get over here. You know, basically, he's like, you're, he didn't, she said it exactly, but you're being lazy. It's yeah. hard to find good help. And he's, and he's, he had a bad motivator. He had a bad motivator. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> You guys are it. funny, very funny. Anyway, uh, so that was a that was a great uh, little Easter egg there yeah, to see yeah, very cool. where that droid is now. And I, honestly, I'm glad. It sounds like he's got a little nice little place to be. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so his sacrifice uh, did not mean that he was just thrown in a trash heap. So I'm glad for that. Right. So yeah. So that's that's really cool. So as we move on. Um, we go into where the, the this Mandalorian, or as we know, Cobb Vanth at this point, um, where he's supposed to be in this little town. So in the book, it was called Freetown. Um, but what's interesting is now it's called Mos Pelgo. 
Um, yeah. But here's what's interesting, is that Moss Pelgo was actually in an expansion pack of Knights of the Old Republic. Well, not Knights of the Old Republic. It's um, Or the Old Republic. The Old Republic. That's what I'm saying. Which anyway. is uh, the MMO. Right. Um, that Forgive me. They're all... The- all the same in my mind. <laughs> They're very different. I'm, tra- but. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm trying to trick you. Yo, it's working. You want to fight? You want to fight? <laughs> anyway, so no, but it was Get this a, nerd getting this nerd riled up. <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was an, an expansion pack of the Old Republic MMO game. So it's interesting that they're using this uh, city name now. In, 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 in yeah, it is back, interesting. So. And also, um, when whenever they're talking. Um, whenever he's talking to the woman, I never remember what her name is. It's like Kelly or something uh, like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, she also mentions Mas Espa, which of course is where Anakin was, um, uh, as a, um, child. That's where yeah. we meet him. And that's where, you know, the, the classic pod race yeah. is at. So yeah. that's just another cool little mention. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say here, um, also as he goes, uh, you know, kind of the obvious one is we get into, well, not necessarily obvious. I don't want to be condescending here, but as we get into Moss Pelgo, um, in comes Cobb Vanth, which Cobb Vanth is kind of a callback within itself, right? From, from the aftermath series. Yeah. Um, but also he comes in, in, in the very, uh, uh, iconic armor of Boba Fett. So that was, that was a kind of a callback. It's kind of like a, the blatant one that they wanted you to see. But it was a cool callback nonetheless. Yeah, and I love how devoted they are to this stuff. And mm-hmm. one of the the coolest parts of that to me is the back of Boba Fett's jetpack. Yeah. Or, well, I guess we'll say Cobb Vance jetpack. At this point, yeah. <laughs> um, is you can see exactly where Han Solo um, uh, damaged it. And then they have... Boba Fett? Where's Boba Fett? And, <laughs> and they have re repaired yeah. it and they've and you can see exactly where there's like a big strip like where the line of metal yeah, where they repaired of. it and it's just cool to see and to see those little details they, little, all those little, little details is, that they is what really makes it right. yeah um another one uh that i i kind of thought was very interesting was that also to do with Cobb vanth um was that he and this is well, let's just say this fart per or this fart first well james not having a straw anyway um this part first <laughs> Anyway, yeah, he's getting late, guys. He's getting late. Anyway. No, it's not. It's for not me, late. it's getting late. <laughs> I'm an old fart part. <laughs> anyway, so um <laughs> like losing my train of thought now. This You're talking first, about Star Wars. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. This first part uh is I want to talk about, and there's a secondary mm-hmm. part that's kind of more like speculation. But what's okay. very cool is that he had a speeder. That was actually a repurposed like in- turbine engine from a pod racer, so that within itself was really cool. Pod racing is a huge thing on Tatooine, but after, uh, you know, the person who sponsored it, which was Jabba the Hutt, fall probably pod racing didn't happen anymore. That's just kind of my speculation, but it probably didn't happen, or at least to the extent that it used to. Um, so a lot of people are like repurposing those parts. So that was really cool. But what's interesting, and this is kind of more of my speculation. Um, like the kind of the chances of this happening is so slim, but if you, anyway, if you look at the if you look at the uh, turbine engine that came from a pod racer uh, on Cobb Vance uh, speeder, it looks very very similar to Anakin's sp- uh, pod racer, the, the the turbine engine on his. It doesn't yeah. look exact, but if you look back, they had like it was yellow, of course, and it had those little fins things that came like that. Looks mm-hmm. exactly like the only thing different is a few little odds and ends that look different and then like a red strip, which of course always could have been repainted. I mean, as we know, C3PO got a red arm, you know. Right. So um 
looks very similar. So that's really cool. If it's not, the fact that it's even similar is very, very cool. It makes, again, it may not be C-3PO. It makes you want to think of C-3PO. It may not be Anakin's, but it makes you kind of want to think about Anakin's. So a lot of cool stuff. Um, I have a few more things, but but what else do you what else do you have? Um, uh, what do we want to talk about here? Of course, um, they talk about the uh, Sarlacc and the yeah, fact that it's one. it is an empty, uh, basically an empty nest, and yeah. they're like, how it, how would that how's that possible? And they there's said, no such thing as an empty Sarlacc pit, right? Yeah, and they basically say, well, if you eat it. Yeah, and so yeah, <laughs> it's. I believe they're they're basically saying that the crate dragon uh, potentially ate ate, the, ate Sarlacc. the Sarlacc, and and I think that might have yeah. bigger implications for Boba Fett. Exactly. Um, yeah, because let's say it's maybe a possibility that a crate dragon was eating the Sarlacc that Boba Fett was in, and maybe that was his ticket out of there. Well, may, oh, okay, this is getting a theory here. And I'm just going to jump ahead. I'm sorry. No, but I'm you're thinking fine. about you're this. Fine. If we look look to the end of the episode and we see Tamira Morrison, mm-hmm. look at him. He has no hair. And it's yeah. all scarred on his He's face. He's all scarred up, yeah. What, how do people get eaten by the Sarlacc pit? Most likely acid. Yeah. What if this uh, uh, crate dragon came through, started eating, and it vomited up everything that was inside? Because it could like, maybe like bit it from the side or from the bottom of it, and it made it vomit up everything out of it. Possible. And it like scarred. I mean, it hurt his armor, and it like it, it scarred his face and burned off his hair. I don't know that that's just maybe speculation. I mean, it's but. it's very possible. I assume the scars were just because he's been a crazy bounty hunter but, for yeah, all his life. Yeah, and that, that very well could be it too. I'm just but kind of crazy. But maybe not. Maybe yeah. maybe the the scars and stuff are wounds from his event with the Sarlacc Never and know. what happened. Yeah. And and so the, that there's a lot of speculation there still on what yeah. exactly went down. But. Um, yeah. Let's see what else we got here. So, uh, so let's back up a hair here, and let's just talk about the crate dragon itself. So, the crate dragon—the only time we've ever actually seen a real crate dragon um, alive, should I say—was uh, in Knights of the Old Republic. Again, another callback. Um, and uh, th- there is a specific mission in which uh, to kill a crate dragon. Um, you know, and I'll get into that in a second. But anyway, that was one of the only times we've seen it uh, alive. In, uh, in, in Star Wars uh, Episode Four: A New Hope, we actually did see a, a much smaller, skeletonized version of a crate dragon whenever C-3PO is walking through the Tatooine desert. So it's it's very cool to get that. Only real time we ever seen it was from Kotor, so kind of a neat callback. But also, how they kill the crate dragon in Knights of the Republic is by luring a bantha with tons of explosives on it into the desert, makes the crate dragon eat it, and then blows up. How do they do it in, in uh, Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1? They do the same exact thing. So that's a huge callback. Like That's like an undeniable, like, that's from KOTOR. Yeah, it's it's really cool that they um, that they included all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, and also, you know, the crate dragon, um, we hear the call of the the crate dragon Another in a new yeah. hope by obi-wan kenobi mm-hmm. he he does the noise there um I, I i don't know if it was a talent he had or if he used like a force <laughs> type right. we're not really sure on right. that but all we know is he can make the sound of a crate dragon yeah and uh and so we kind of hear that again in this we hear that yeah. that sound and it's just kind of a neat little thing there as well yeah 
Um, the last thing I'll say about the Crate Dragon, and this isn't a huge one, but but one thing that the uh, Tuscan readers wanted was the, the, the pearl. Yeah. And again, another KOTOR thing is that mm-hmm. what you got from killing the Crate Dragon from the game is a um, is a pearl. So what happens is the Crate Dragon, obviously, as you've seen from the episode, eats stuff, but there's always sand in its mouth. It's ingesting sand. And kind of like a clam, it digests the sand and agitates and eventually starts kind of forming together to make a pearl. And basically the point was, and obviously I don't think that this is the case for this show, but in KOTOR, that eventually, like every once in a, like a huge while, it would eat a kyber crystal. And that it would fuse inside of this pearl, uh, this crate pearl, and then they would be able to make lightsabers out of this crate pearl. So I don't know that that's uh, applicable to this specific pearl, but it is an interesting callback because we haven't heard of that ever except since KOTOR. So that's all I have for episode one, but if you have anything else, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say that the um, the crate dragon pearls... Um, that that actually still is canon, that uh, a stone would contain a kyber crystal in it, oh, really? and then it would be okay. refined until it formed a smooth, small sphere. Hmm. Uh, then that could be used in a lightsaber, of course. And that is still canon. Uh, it's been actually mentioned um, in a couple different things. Uh, it's really? been mentioned in Heir to the Jedi, um, Star Wars Commander, and Aftermath Empire's End. The Crate Dragon Pearl has been mentioned in all of those, and of course now in Chapter 9 of yeah. Mandalorian. So it just really so, kind of puts the nail in the coffin, solidifies that thought that thought, and that uh, lore. So that's really cool. I didn't yeah. realize it was in all the and, other stuff too. Um, yeah, something else I wanted to mention is when when they're fighting the Crate Dragon, which is just a phenomenal scene, uh, and and we get the... Um, you know the the borders of your screen expands. You get that full picture. And it's just a, a an amazing Too scene. We good. talked about it last week yeah. in a little more detail as far as like what our impressions of the episode were. Right. Um, so you can go there uh, for for the for more of like our review of it. Yeah. Because we're today we're just talking more about like like what happened. Yeah. The, the, the callbacks, the, the callbacks and, and stuff. Yeah. But um, but what was really cool is uh, they're fighting and and basically the Mandalorians you know, tell him to kind of get out of the way. And, and so he, he actually just smacks the back of his, of his <laughs> right. jet pack. Oh yeah. Forgot and to write that and down. it just shoots yeah. him off like, uh, like in the, just like in, like in, in Return, Return of the Jedi. Jedi. And so <laughs> again, another great callback. This was, yeah. this episode is, was full of stuff. Like yeah. That. And, and it's, it's funny because, you know, it's, it's done in a way that a lot of people would have no idea unless they are, you know, you know, if you know, you know exactly. And, and, let me just say this real quick. This is this is how you do nostalgia. Okay, yeah. this is how you do callbacks and Easter eggs and things of that nature. As as much as I loved seeing all these old characters come back in this prequel, or excuse me, the sequel trilogy, <clears throat> a lot of the callbacks and all of the like, oh, the feel good nostalgia in the sequel trilogy, I loved yeah. it because I love nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But it was so on the nose, like it was so like, hey, looky here, look who it is, you know. And so the Mandalorian does callbacks and nostalgia perfectly. It's one of those things like, and it's true nostalgia too, because if you know, you know, right? right. If you know about Boba Fett, if you know about like the scar on his, I don't, I don't know if scar is the right word, but the scar on his jetpack, and, and also, you know, if you know, you know. And it's just so cool. If you played KOTOR, you're going to catch all these things. If you didn't, you didn't. And that's really rewarding for yeah. <laughs> it's really rewarding for uh for those who do get it 
Hi, you're live on Jedi Eternal. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. I just have a couple questions for you, if you're available. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I got a second. Oh, that's great. Okay. Have you have you seen... Um, actually, you know what? I'm not going to ask you that. Do you think <laughs> okay. that Boba Fett is uh, at the end of Chapter 9 of The Mandalorian? Yes, I do. Okay, you believe that's Boba Fett? Uh-huh. Why do you say that? Because... It can't be Jenga Fett because he's already dead. True, true, true. That's true. Okay. And um, I think it's him because he looks like an old Mexican man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jenga Fett looked like Pacific Islander. Okay. Was his clone son Boba? Okay. So, yeah. All right. That that's a good answer. Um, do you uh-huh. do you think uh, that it's a there's a possibility that could just be another clone? Tibetan monk. I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, they kind of look like that, you know, kind of styled person too. That, that's true. Not getting too racist, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, by the way, this is we're we're we are live right now with with Austin oh. May. Um, and uh, <laughs> oh, Austin and, May. Yes, there you go. No wonder. <laughs> and <laughs> do you, so, what, what was your thoughts on the episode? Actually, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really good first episode. That's good. Have you um, seen the second one yet? I, actually, I haven't. I usually okay. wake up early and watch it, and I'm yeah. too busy today. All right. Well, we haven't got to that one yet, bit. so it's good that you haven't oh. seen it yet because we don't want well, you don't want you to spoil it, anything. You call me back. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for thank you for your time. We appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. You you have a good sure. night. Yeah, if you ever need any uh, advice on anything Star Wars, you can call me. I usually know it. So. <laughs> You're a Star Wars uh, lore master is what I've heard. Yeah, I think uh, that uh, Tatooine place he was on, yeah. I, it's been mentioned before, I think, in some of those So I think he spent some time there last season, so I, I know everything. So. It's maybe been mentioned a couple times. Yeah, yeah. a couple uh, times. Yeah. 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 All right, well, we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, right. Good luck to you guys. All right, yeah, thank you. Have a good night. Yep, yep. Good grief. What kind of medicine is on he on? <laughs> Tatooine, so that you're here first. Tatooine's been mentioned a yeah. couple times before. I, I hope I hope that everyone on, on the stream could hear that. I don't know that you probably could. I don't know. Uh, if, if, you, if you couldn't hear did. that, please watch or please listen to the podcast uh, when we upload yeah, it I, tomorrow. Because I... um, that was pretty pretty funny. That's pretty great. Um, that, is, that is Austin May for you guys. That's yeah. uh, our cousin. Um, uh, the the Star glory. Wars lore master Austin May for you. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry, anyway. you can continue now. I just uh... no. I'm, let's end the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, I, I was pretty much done with episode one anyway, okay. or, or chapter nine. Yeah, I think I think um, that's about covers it. I'm sure there's even more little things out there right. that even we maybe have not have yeah, not completely well. uh, yeah. noticed. Um, but that's the thing. That's what's great about it is that it's one of the things that we'll probably watch more later in the future and, and notice something else and yeah and uh it's just the mandalorian is just so good and very good. and i'm so excited yeah. to see where it continues to go and um yeah so are we gonna just jump right into the so let's uh make some preface first so that was the that was chat uh, let me let me get the whole spiel here that was mandalorian season two episode one also known as chapter nine uh the marshal yeah right um so are we going to go into... I think we should just go into our impressions first. No spoilers. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Talk about that. And that's what I was going to say as well. Yeah. So, so I just want to clarify once more. We are done with 
episode one, essentially chapter nine, and we are going into chapter 10. So episode two, we're going to talk about our unspoiler impressions. Um, but just know that at some point soon we're going to get in spoilers. So we can probably name that out. So Drew, uh, go ahead. What is, what is your overall impressions of, uh, chapter nine? Cause I, I feel like ours is pretty similar as usual. So, um, chapter 10, right? That's, That's what, what I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, there was, there was a lot of, um, very interesting humor in this one Yeah. that, yeah. that was unique. And I believe, I fully believe the reason why we got this unique humor was because right. of, um, Peyton Reed who, yeah. uh, was directed this episode. He's a new director for the Mandalorian. Uh, this season is the first time he's directed for the, for the Mandalorian. And he, um, is the director of something a lot of you guys probably know, Ant-Man. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I love the Ant-Man movies. And so, uh, this, this humor was identifiable as soon as, as I noticed a couple different things yeah, here exactly. um, that I could tell like, well, this isn't, this isn't John Favreau, <laughs> right, right? This right, is not John right, Favreau. Right. This is somebody else. And then, and then when I saw the credits and it, like, and oh, it kind of clicked, like, oh, it, I know it all kind of clicked there. Yeah. Um, but he, um, but the episode is, is good. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say, um, as far as plot goes, um, we don't go too far. Yeah, so let me just and, jump in here because I think we're on the same page. Is mm -hmm. that it was a good episode, well produced, had some humor, had some action, but I would say this is a quantifiable filler episode. Well, yeah, we've we've officially got our first filler episode, and and yeah. and you you could argue that chapter nine is is uh, kind yeah. of a filler episode. Yeah. Season one, we our focus is on uh, Moff Gideon. True. Um, True. Going after the child. It's about Mandalorian protecting the child. And now we know that this is kind of more about him trying to get the child wherever it needs to be. Right. With the, it's, it's people or whatever. Yeah. 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 And, and so we just, it's just, uh, it, it feels just like a lot of filler in this, in this. Yeah. And, and, and this is something because, I said. And, and without spoiling it, essentially this story is we need to go here. Okay, so the the goal is to go here, mm -hmm. but we're actually going to go over here, pit stop, <laughs> and not actually go here in this right. episode. We need to go so, here, but we're actually so actually you're gonna right wait till next time to maybe eventually go there. To, to, well, and and to the original. I will even say <laughs> at the end of this one, they even said that they don't even know that the boat will get to where they need to go. <laughs> So, well, and, and I think I know why, but I, I will expand on that when we get to spoilers. Um, but yeah, so just overall, it was a kind of a quantifiable, oh, oh, this was going to say earlier, is that while episode one or chapter nine could be considered filler to some degree, because as it, it goes kind of on a different basis of, mm -hmm. of chapter eight, I will say it, it does filler 
Right. And this is something I told you, I've told to a couple other people that's watched yeah. it, is like, if you're not going to f expand the story and further the story by an exponential amount, at least make it very interesting and let there be a feeling of movement, a feeling of they're going somewhere. Uh, the story may not have been driven crazily far, so to speak, in, in Chapter 9. I do think that it did have quite a bit of story driving uh, for a couple different points because either he's trying to find Mandalorian, he found something that he believed to be Mandalorian, but it ended up being someone who had Boba Fett's armor. I think it's going to play more into it. It didn't go super far, but at least it had a, 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 a had had motion. It felt like it was going somewhere. At least, uh, you know, it may not have been going anywhere, but at least it was going in a circle, <laughs> you know. But with this episode, episode 10, it kind of felt like, okay, there's a little bit of motion at first, and you just kind of stopped here. There wasn't a whole lot of even revolving motion. You know, it's kind of weird words I'm using right now, but... Um, I, I just don't want to get into spoilers. That's what I'm trying to. Right, right. Into. So, so just overall to to finish our my impressions, I think it was a it was it was funny. Um, it had some very serious notes, and there was some some really cool shots and some cool moments where you're like, oh yeah, that's really neat, or oh that's a cool callback. Um, there wasn't nearly as many callbacks in this. Not one. nearly as many. Not that I not, not that I caught. And and, and, I, and I'll, I'll say this: they definitely wanted to kick off episode one for the season, right? That's what they want to do. Obviously, it's going to be longer. It's going to have more callbacks. It's going to have bigger drops because they're wanting to, like, really reel and anchor everybody in. Um, so naturally, chapter nine was going to be well, maybe a little more and, so than 10. And chapter nine, you know, with, chapter nine very well may not be filler when you consider what the overall uh, arc of, <laughs> of this season very well may be. Right. 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 You know what I mean? Right. With with the fact of with Boba Fett, I think there is a chance Boba Fett's going to play a pretty big role in this season, mm -hmm. but maybe not as well. And that's where that's where we're still undecided. Right. And, and it's just like um, chapter or the, the first season of Mandalorian. A lot of it felt filler until the end. And, and, kind then, and then it kind of started to tie yeah. it all together. Yeah. I remember we and, said that. I remember we said that. And yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still. There's still filler. There's still quite a bit of filler, filler in there. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. you know. Some filler is not necessarily an issue. It's okay to just enjoy the enjoy the uh, journey, right? Yeah, exactly. And, um, and, that's, and that's what I'm saying about about chapter nine is yeah, there may have been a little bit of filler, but man, that the that whole time it just felt impactful, even if the story wasn't driven super far. Right. And like I said, that is how you do filler, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm I'm pretty much have said what I want to say for the impressions. Yeah. Part. Let's get in. Let's get into the spoilers. So, if you have not watched. Season two, episode two, or chapter ten. There's spoilers now. You Full have spoilers. been warned. You have been warned. We are going into spoilers. <laughs> we will not apologize. <laughs> you shall not pass. Anyway, so let's go ahead and Andrew, I did the last one. Do you want to go ahead and give the kind of like short summary of what happened in this episode? Uh, I can give you a short summary, um, basically. Uh, it really, I mean, it's and there's, there's not, not a lot, there's to, not it. A lot to this one, uh, to, to the summary. Uh, yeah. The the Mandalorian um, needs to find more um, other Mandalorians mm -hmm. to, to to get Baby Yoda where he needs to go, and so basically he uh, the the one woman on Tatooine. It's, again, I don't Peely remember her or name. Peely something like she that. She basically yeah. goes. She's got this. Uh, I need to figure out what that alien's name is. She has a acquaintance, essentially. Let's see if I can yeah. find that real quick. One second. Yeah. 
We're, we're very well prepared for this episode. One so. second. <laughs> You'll have to forgive us. Like I said, we had just watched this, and then we started, well, we set up for this and then started this. So we're not as uh, in-depth on this episode as we would be for, uh, you know, like Chapter 9, because we've been able to watch it like right. four times now. <laughs> so. um, I don't... I'm not getting the name. Well, I know it has a name. What's that? Do you know what the alien, what the name of the, the alien species is? Not off the top of my head. Okay. Um, well, we might have to get that later. I'm going to call her Frog Lady for the <laughs> moment. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Frog Lady uh, basically has these these little uh, eggs. It's her little babies. And they have to be taken to this planet, this planet that has, uh, that where her husband is. And basically, they're going to go live on this planet. It's the only place they can really um actually live on that that is um for their species and so if they this is like the last of their kind or whatever so they've got to get on there and and be able to live their days out there and so uh the mandalorian um is being asked to do this because i believe um if he go she has some kind of information um, uh, or is she, it just the? She knew that there was a, a where a coven knew, of Mandalorian right. were. At least that's what she claims. That's what she claims. She knows where some are on that planet that they're going to, I guess, or something. So yeah. Um. So anyways, he agrees to do it. Um. They go. And they and and so this is a uh, kind of alarming for for me. Um. Baby Yoda. <laughs> Is a little monster. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a little freaky. It's a little freaky. It's like what happened to our precious little baby Yoda? Uh, baby, making him out to be a little bit of a villain here. Yeah, you baby know? Yoda basically um, desires these eggs so much <laughs> that uh, <laughs> yeah, he continues to try to get into this little the little container that they're in and eat them, mm-hmm. and he does it multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, multiple <laughs> times. I mean, basically, he's committed uh, manslaughter like four times at least. I don't, it's not even manslaughter at this point. Like he's already killed them. He's eaten them. So it's pretty rough. Yeah. I, I, and and uh, me, me and Drew is just like, man, they're, they're just taking Baby Yoda on a much darker direction. <laughs> I know. Like it was supposed to be funny, but I was like, I don't know. Yeah. That. I they, mean, like they try to make it funny. It wasn't funny. It wasn't. Well, I funny. mean, it was funny, well, I mean, it but was. like, but like in a dark way. <laughs> but like this dude's eating kids. Like. I mean, it's funny, but is it that funny? It's funny. It's like, yeah, Baby Yoda was like, the, like the bad guy in this. Really He's like was. the villain in this really in this was. episode, yeah. and like, and it kept like it would like focus on Baby Yoda, like getting closer to him and stuff. And anyways, Alex Mason says, "I swear he ate seven eggs." Yeah, no joke. <laughs> like he ate a bunch of eggs. He did. Um, oh, so I, I've been feverishly looking this up here. As it seems, the frog species, no one knows. What it is now? Someone <laughs> says it's possibly a ribbit or a chubbit. Okay. Um, I don't know. So a but, chubbit. But, but yeah, <laughs> that's an well, that's, that's an interesting one. Anyway, I'm gonna call it a chubbit. From yeah, now from on. now on, it is a chubbit. Uh, a chubbit. Um, but yeah, but nobody knows. So so we're not too bad off here. Um, Alex Mason says, "What if he is the evil clone of Yoda?" <gasps> <laughs> it all started with eating those eggs. <laughs> I know now. It's 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 the eggs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was rough. I was I was very uncomfortable watching that. <laughs> Anyways, they they're going along. Uh, we actually end up getting some Oh wait, hold on. Mhm. Yes. No, never mind. I don't think we. 
I don't think that we know what that species is called, right? Well, what, apparently not. Apparently not. I mean, nobody knows. Yeah. I thought I, I read something that said the name, but it's not. So anyways, they're going to a moon called Trask, right? Mm-hmm. And and I've actually heard the name Trask before, um, but I think I don't think it was necessarily... I think it's just been in other things in Star Wars. I don't necessarily know that this is a callback to a planet that's ever existed mm-hmm. in Star Wars, but I have heard Trask many times in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he's going, and uh, we get some X-Wings that, that fly up. Yeah, which and, is cool. Which is very cool, of course. We yeah. get Dave Filoni back in in a ship, and then we have another actor. Well, come on, that that's that secrets. We're gonna get through the summary first, and then we'll go back to the secrets. Well, I mean, come on, how dare you? You're ruining the flow, <laughs> dude. Come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think it really matters uh, because we're already <laughs> we're already in the the story, so we might as well just well, say whatever. Here. Might as well. So um, so he goes and and they they start interrogating him, and he he basically. Uh, he he does the uh, may the force be with you, which is is cool to hear him say. And yeah, exactly. of course he says that because he knows this is the new republic, and yeah. they, they, of course they have a lot of faith in the Jedi because of Luke Skywalker, and uh, and so it's just kind of a neat little thing there. And anyways, he's going along. They they end up uh, trying to shoot him down because because of what he did in the first season. I believe it was I believe it was chapter five, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember yeah. which which chapter it was. I think it was five. But, uh, but it was the one where he he had to go with all those other bounty hunters to go into that new Republic ship, and they're trying to break out the ugly Twi'lek girl's ugly Twi'lek brother and uh, <laughs> 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 ugly evil Twi'lek yeah. brother. And uh, anyway. And, uh, yeah, so that's what they were kind of catching him on is like, wait a second, have you ever been upon the whole of, you know, XYZ ship? And he's like, he just like right, he barrels yeah. out of there. He just <laughs> drops the ship, and which was pretty cool. So so he like drops it. It's just like going down. Yeah. And then he shoots back up. It was really awesome. So good. Yeah. Um, and, and he lands on this, this planet. Uh, it's like a snow planet. I guess we were wrong about. We, we, we thought maybe this... Speculated it could be Elon. We, yeah, yeah, but clearly we're wrong, of course, because we can't yeah, get anything so right. But, um, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, they're hiding on this. They're kind of like... They're, they're actually, they're crash-landed. They can't really do... They can't really go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, and basically, Baby Yoda's still trying to eat the eggs. And <laughs> yeah. and the, yeah. the, the, the frog The whole time lady, he's eating the light egg. Yeah. I mean, that, that, the, throughout the whole, the whole time. The whole time, yeah. <laughs> Just a demented little child. <laughs> Just a sick little... <laughs> something or other <laughs> but uh and like I, I feel like baby yoda is understands what's going on enough to to not you think he he's wouldn't caught, do this well i mean because later on he's like he's like trying to almost talk to din Djarin. Mm-hmm. so i'm like he yeah. knows what's going he knows what's going on, on. he, he just doesn't going. care he's a little he's monster he's um and so uh, he's going on and and the frog lady goes and decides to take a nice little bath and uh, and like this like oh. sauna. <laughs> oh yeah, that was and, interesting to say the least. I thought I was gonna be seeing something I didn't want to see. And so basically, Baby Yoda finds some more eggs. These are even larger eggs, and and finds the yes. little spider in there. Eats the spider naturally. Which you know, hopefully it's not poisonous. Like, I don't know. Like but, why he eats everything he gets his hands on. Yeah. I mean, and gosh. and and then a uh, bunch of spiders start coming out. Then Big Mama Spider shows up, and yeah. uh, and yeah. then they're in big trouble. The spiders start to chase them. Of course, the the frog lady's like in the sauna and she don't know what to do because you know she doesn't have any. She doesn't have a robe on, and, yeah, and so yeah. then she just like sticks out her tongue, Yoshi style, Yoshi. and like grabs it, <laughs> and, and <laughs> so it's pretty great. Uh, yeah, and awesome. so so they all run back to the ship, and the all of those um, 
spiders like are coming inside they get into the cockpit and they're like trying to close the door and they're all coming mm. through and of course like one lands on um baby yoda's head on baby yoda's head well, and like one like like crawling up a side they're basically mm. all over your baby yoda yeah and uh, I'll say this: something very interesting happens is that all of a sudden, uh, when this whole time, you know, Din is uh, trying to close the 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 the, the whole door, and uh, you know he's fighting them off, and all of a sudden, you think Baby Yoda is either going to go berserk mode with the Force, which I think that should have happened, but anyway, at any rate, um, <clears throat> all of a sudden, like blaster bolts that sound different from Din's go and like just crazy accurately, perfectly hits all these spiders. Mm-hmm. And come to find out. It's the chubbit. <laughs> it's the it's, it's the, the it's the frog. And <laughs> I didn't say this to you yet, but I'm as I'm thinking about it, I feel like there's something there. I feel like there's something there. Where did she get the pistol and how is she so accurate with it? Yeah, there's I think there's more something to there. I think there's more to Frog Lady. Frog Lady Chubbit. Chubbit to you. Anyway. There's uh, something yeah, there. Something yeah. there. But but what's funny is like this, you know, this um Oh, we got some Oh, Kelby. go ahead, read our read Kelby our says uh, best part is with the subtitles. It says Frog speaks front language, or probably frog language. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Oh, that's great. Did we not, didn't have subtitles, we didn't have subtitles on, subtitles but, on yeah. but that would have been good to see. Uh, that's and funny. And he said I think uh, that I think that pretty much confirms for us that um there the, is no name for it. Yeah. Because they yeah. don't even say it in in the official Disney subtitles. I mean yeah, and then uh, he great. says basically the writers are like, I'm not gonna waste any time naming the species or language. <laughs> right? <laughs> Looks like Alex Mason said something too. Oh, did, I'm sorry. Oh, he said glad it wasn't 3D. What? No, I think he said something before that. I'm trying to. Oh, I'm trying to scroll up. I know we get like, from here. It keeps upping. Um, he says, oh, so this episode honestly made my screen, skin crawl. Yes, I have uh, terrible arachnophobia, so I absolutely it, feel you on that. That's funny. It didn't really bother me, but I understand that to some people that could be pretty horrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Alyssa. So this isn't. This Alyssa, is not though. Alyssa. This is, this is uh, anytime you see Alyssa uh, commenting on anything Star Wars, you you know it's actually it's actually um, it's the lore master Austin <laughs> lore May. Master. Uh, who was that hot voice on the phone earlier? <laughs> Definitely wasn't Preston. Yeah, because I actually don't know as much. So he's calling him. So. He's basically saying he has a hot voice. Um, I don't know about that. Was he saying? I think. I think is honestly, he, who's is he saying? You do have a hot voice. I think I'm just gonna say that's true. Or was he saying that? Or is he calling himself saying that he? Yeah, because I, had I heard voice. someone on the phone. I thought that was Aunt Robin earlier, but <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I said he's on the phone. I just thought I heard Aunt Robin over there. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that's a inside joke for our family. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But anyway, at any rate, yeah. So thank you for the compliment. I'm just gonna say that you called my I had a very hot voice. I'm, I'm not, yeah, you know, I, okay. That's what it is. Whatever. Anyway, you're yeah. So you're running the podcast. Also. Well, <laughs> trying to sabotage us. <laughs> oh wait, uh, Kelby says the spiders gave me some rebels flashback vibes. Maybe some more crossover potential. Well, and that's something yeah. that we're gonna talk about. Yes, yeah. um, definitely has some rebel flashback vibes there. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, it, and so anyways, what I, what I've been trying to get to when we keep, uh, getting sidetracked <laughs> by, yeah. by, um, by, uh, Alyssa slash Austin, um, yeah, the whatever. frog jumped, uh, the frog's like on Yoda's head or baby Yoda's head. And we're like, use a force. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, do, do something. Force choke the, uh, Cara doom. What? Yeah. You can't just. This thing's like actually threatening your life. You can't just use a force and a little bit. Instead, it's like, just like trying to like reach up there. Like, ah! 
And, uh, you just massacred seven children. You Can't you just use a force a little bit for Pete's sake? You yeah. Know? Like, the only time I, I think, I could be wrong, but the only time I remember seeing Baby Yoda use a force in this episode, which is actually the first time this season. Is that right? I think the first time this season. Yeah, I haven't seen an episode. Uh, yeah. He he like he's just bringing the eggs closer to him. Like, like he's looking through the glass. They're inside this jar, and he I pushes think. his nose up against the glass, <laughs> yeah. and then the eggs are like, and, like coming closer to his face. <laughs> and it was like so. he didn't like he used for us, but it was like hey, whatever, you know. I, I was really hoping to see him go beast mode. But. I still think that like we are headed to a point like Baby Yoda is going to potentially be a very, very dangerous thing. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to get to like where he's going to be like an angsty uh, two-year-old that like, like, no, I'm going to do what I want, like brat, kind of bratty, and all of a sudden, like, he's going to like, cause some destruction or something. I almost wonder if at some point we will see him like straight up murder a dude. Ooh, and like, like, like something happens and like he just like snaps his neck, like and just snaps falls his over. neck or something. Or oh. well, we saw him do the force choke. Wait, well, force but, choke, Kara? Yeah. But I think at some. Oh, sorry guys, I'm like it's sticking <laughs> my hand like right <laughs> in their faces. <laughs> Hello there. But Ooh. but I think like we might eventually see yeah. where he actually goes goes through with it, and it starts oh, to show that like you know there th- this this constant traveling around and watching the Mandalorian kill people mm-hmm. might have a very negative, negative effect, effect for him. Also, on a side note, Alex says, I thought of Fallen Order when I saw the spiders. No, that's true. Which, absolutely. That's when I saw uh, when I saw the trailer. Um, also, he says uh, he's just looking at the eggs like you will be my food. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. but no, no. See, that's when that's why I thought it was Ilum because uh, you're on Ilum when you see the spiders in, in Fallen Order. I'm like, oh, that looks just like those spiders, but apparently not. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so. Then the they're saved by the the New Republic pilots. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show up, and they they basically tell the Mandalorian like, "Hey, you have done some bad stuff, but we also know that you're doing some good stuff." Because at the end of like these are the chapter is either chapter uh, five or chapter six. Basically, he ends up kind of like thwarting the bounty hunters and helping people that they he was trying they were trying to kill yeah so like we recognize the things that you've done good we know that you're bad and we could arrest you but because of the good stuff we're just going to be like saying like get out of here is basically what they, they're saying right yeah. and then they so they end up flying back off they let them they let them go and yeah. uh what i can't remember what happens after that basically they're flying through nothing the, the, they're flying through space and the and, and the ship's just like you know right. like about to fall apart right. and basically he says they're gonna have to stop at some kind of port like we're not even gonna get far enough to get to this port so that's why gotcha, i'm like gotcha. they're so, not even gonna be getting to this place that that has the <laughs> you know what i'm saying um yeah so who knows so so well this is why go, but... this is what i was saying earlier um here's what i think is that like Whenever he gets to this Mandalorian coven at XYZ planet, mm-hmm. that is when, like, that's going to be a big integral part of season two's story. And I think that's kind of why it's it's waiting a little bit because it's, it's, yeah, I think when we get there, something big is going to happen. I don't know what that is or how that is or, you know, but I think that's, that's kind of why they're, they're stalling a little bit. Yeah. So let's so. just, let's, so let's just jump into some Easter eggs then. Yeah. So first thing I want to mention Okay. As we are on Tatooine, uh, before he leaves, right before he even uh, gets to Peli or Peely, um, back to his ship, he's on a speeder and uh, he gets attacked by what seems to be a group of bounty hunters uh, wanting to just steal stuff from them. I don't think they even really know who he is. They just want his <clears throat> armor. They want whatever they can take, right? 
And uh, yeah, <laughs> what I want to mention is first of all that 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 little scene was sick. Like where he y- yes, they blow up his speeder and he like uses the jetpack. Like, uses the jetpack and he like turns around real quick. So and, cool. and lands on his feet and he's like sliding. Yeah. So so long story short, there's like three or maybe four. I think there's three of them. Um, <laughs> that are attacking him, but there's this really short one and that, that, that ends up grabbing baby Yoda and like mm-hmm. threatens him with a knife. But I'm 99% sure that this is a bounty hunter Jawa. Like I'm like 99% sure of this. Like I can't prove it, but it's, sa- it's the same stature. They're on Tatooine and it, it sounds just like a Jawa, but it was, so, I'm like, how it did sound like a Jawa similar size, but just like wearing different, um, different clothing. Different clothing. If, if any of yeah. you guys have any opinions on that, let us know. Cause we, yeah. we're, we're not really sure. And, yeah. um, but we, maybe this is already an identified species and we're just missing that. So yeah. if you guys have any takes on that. Let yeah. Us know. Um, yeah, I just I'm like, oh my gosh, a bounty hunter Jawa. That is the first time we've ever seen that. So if, if it's not that, I'm gonna be highly disappointed. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then we go to Mos Eisley Cantina. Yes, the Cantina. The, ca- the, the cantina. cantina. Well, actually, I want to mention before we go into that that um, uh, when the when the speeder he gets kicked off the speeder and Baby Yoda goes flying, we mm-hmm. both like freaked out because <laughs> we're like, Baby Yoda. Not again. It's just like, <laughs> as Baby Yoda's like sliding against the Later on, on we're like, ground. okay, maybe he deserved it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got mixed feelings on Baby Yoda right I know, now. like my heart I, is, doesn't know what I to feel know, right now. I don't now, know how know? I'm supposed to feel about him. So. <laughs> you know, there's supposed to be a mid-season, shi- mid-season shift in um, tone, mm-hmm. as, as, as indicated by a couple of rumors. And I'm like, honestly, we're thinking it might be that they're like making Baby Yoda to be out the villain. And like, people are like, okay, this ain't going to fly. So like season four, season, or excuse me. Uh, uh, episode four, episode five is going to be like, then yeah. like, oh, okay, maybe we need to make him good again. Oh, let's keep Baby Yoda again. You know, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But so we go to Maz Eisley, which is always great. It looks just like you see it in A New Hope. It looks uh, so good. So cool. So good. Always love seeing that. And we yeah. get uh, what they're calling Dr. Mandible. Yeah. Oh, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. Like this, uh, ant it's this massive ant, basically. Yeah. I mean, it just looks like a big ant. And uh, yeah. Hey, don't talk about her. Like that. This might be a Legends alien known as the um, the Killick, which mm-hmm. was actually in some novels um, that were called Dark Nest. It was like a series for a while, and uh, it was actually a pretty interesting series. And it dealt with mm-hmm. like a hive mind type thing, and yeah, and a lot of different stuff there. I could have, I and, and I'm probably wrong because it's been a little while since I've watched New Hope. But I could have swore I saw something like that in the Moss Eisley Cantina, but I'm probably just wrong. But anyway, whatever. I mean, um, I'm not saying you are wrong. It may very well be somewhere in there as well. We just didn't never. Uh, that, that's how I yeah. what I know of it. Um, yeah. For for the most is that, um, of course, and they're sitting there playing Sabacc, which that's is always cool that, yeah. to to see more of that. Um, and guys, uh, any of you who are watching, feel free to jump in in the comments and tell us something you noticed. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. So yeah, another thing. Uh, what's interesting is that Peely, which is the woman that that's been help him with the ship and stuff like that one thing that she says is actually kind of cool she's in the cantina and she's playing sabacc and stuff and she says uh, i can't remember the exact context she says i'm not some rodian so obviously rodian is the species of greedo and as we know the first time we hear in massey's mass Eisley, uh cantina is when greedo and han solo have their great bout uh with one another um so that's kind of a cool little callback it's like i'm not just some rodian and they're sitting in what looks to be the almost the same spot as greedo and han were yeah. so Pretty, pretty cool little thing there. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah. I also like uh, when he asks the frog lady if if uh, she speaks Hatties. Um, <laughs> right. And so he's like trying. He actually like uses like a couple of phrases. A couple of phrases from Hatties. That are Hatties. Yeah. So that was a nice little little thing little there. Little call back there too. Yeah. Um, but overall, this episode definitely was not as expansive as episode uh, one or chapter nine, you know, definitely not as expansive. And I, I kind of expected it to be that way. I was kind of in my heart of hearts. I hope that it'd be like, just build on it and just keep on going craziness. You know, this yeah. episode Boba Fett comes in and, ah, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's, you know, it, it was good for what it was. It's definitely set up a foundation for something bigger in the future. I just wish there was a little bit more to this. Sure. Well yeah. produced, set a foundation for what's to come, but I just wish there was a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, it. I would have liked to have seen maybe just a glimpse of Moff Gideon, you know? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. That, uh, yeah, because where, where's he at right now? What's going on? We, we've now seen two episodes, and we haven't seen Moff Gideon or the Darksaber or the, Dark Saber yeah. or, uh, or the, the bounty guy. I can't remember his name, um, of course, because yeah, I can't remember uh, anyone's names ever. Lando Calrissian. <laughs> look alike i don't know um no i know i'm just joking but um, I, I can't remember his name and and then of course cara dune we haven't seen her either um and and we know they're all coming back it's just weird that like yeah where are they at and what's going on with them right now like are they just in them some like they're all just standing there back where they were and just like okay where are you coming back you know i mean maybe and maybe they're just not as big of characters as they like to portray that they are could be you know the, in be. the marketing they always show them like you know, they've been showing them over and over again. It makes you feel like they're big main characters in this series, but maybe mm-hmm. they're maybe they're not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't and know. I feel like Moff Gideon is has been is supposed to be the the main villain of this show, but but it's not feeling like it is right now. It's, no, it's not. It's not. Um, but I I mean, we know he's going to show up eventually. So oh, of course they can't just drop that. You know what I'm saying? Right, so. right. And and so, but going back to um, the Easter eggs. Uh, of course, we have the spiders like um, like Kelby Smith here uh, mentioned, um, talking about. Uh, I believe they're called the Krykna, mm-hmm. and they um, they they were in Star Wars Rebels, uh, referred to as crawlers yep. in Star Wars Rebels, um, and that was in the season two episode, the Mystery of Chopper Base, and uh, and something else about this is their design is based off of an unused design from The Empire Strikes Back. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where that comes from. And so, yeah. again, just a cool thing. I, I love that Star Wars. They they write up, they draw up all these pictures. They don't use all of it, but but they but they go back and yeah, they take like a from these right. Yeah. They take from these drawings yeah. that they didn't use, and they're like, okay, well, let's use this here instead. Mm-hmm. And and I love that about Star Wars. Absolutely, um, it, it's really cool that they do that. Yeah. Um. And and something that I one of my favorite things about this and uh it. I did not know. I couldn't tell at all until after the episode was over. Mm-hmm. But um, the frog lady is voiced by D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> yeah, that, I did not and, know that. I did not know and that. And that is just hilarious to so, me. So those of you who may not be familiar, familiar with D. Bradley Baker, he is a very iconic voice actor that you may not know who he is. First of all, in the Clone Wars uh, uh, in, in the series, um, he voiced every clone. Um, every single one of them, all the different inflections and tonal differences. That was him. Also, he does every single like like monster noise sound effect that they may need. Anything and everything that they needed him to do that was outside of just like oh, voice this character. That was him. And so it is. It is kind of iconic, or well, maybe more ironic, I guess is the right word. That that he would voice some kind of like non-human. 
uh, like frog-like, you know, not necessarily a monster. That's kind of a, you know, not the right words, but something that, that that's kind of more animal-like and doesn't speak, you know, English or whatever, you know, a, a common tongue or whatever they call it in Star Wars. So it was very interesting. <laughs> we got another call here. <laughs> Hold on. I hope you guys can hear this on the on the live stream. You may or not be able to. He's calling. I'm assuming Austin again. No. Oh, okay. Never one else. Hello? Alex Mason, how you doing? Oh! Good, how are you? I'm good. You're live on Jedi Eternal right now. You probably already knew that. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's, What's up, up, dude? Hey, a, a quick question for you. So you said that this episode uh, made your skin crawl. Give us a little bit of what you thought about the episode. Like, I listen to, uh, I like watch stuff sometimes I'm out of work, and so I had it on at my office, and I was like, just kind of looked over, and right as I looked over, there's just the, these like little spiders coming out of the egg. Yeah. And I was like, okay, okay, you know, whatever. And then they all just started to move. I was like, mm, this, this ain't good. This ain't good. I knew there was something big coming because it was like, no, like the, we've seen this move too many times. And so then when, we, when that big one came, I was like, oh no! Oh like, no! Oh no! Make to go to the bathroom and clean yourself up a little bit. Did you did you turn yeah, it off at right. that point, or did you follow through and finish the episode? I followed through. I followed through. It's just I had to get through that initial like, like yeah, <laughs> a little bit of shock there. Yeah. Well, I hope you don't get fired for watching the episode in your office, but <laughs> but, oh, no, 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 but you know it's 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 great that Star Wars means that much to you that you're willing you're to take risk that risk. Job. <laughs> hey, I feel your brother. Hey, hey, and hey, I, my boss is like, as long as my boss loves Star Wars too. Okay. My boss is like, hey, as long as you get the work done, I don't care. Like, so like, hey, That's right. right. Mandalorian on Friday. It sounds like a good boss to work for. <laughs> sounds good. That's sounds right. good. So, what was your overall thoughts on the episode, though? Did you like it? That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just like instead of getting a new ship, I'm just gonna spend the next four or five episodes repairing my ship. Yeah. Then we'll go search again and then destroy it. Right. So by the end so, of it, yeah, because yeah, it's a scooter. It. It just, I don't know. I felt like it was one of those fillers that we could actually had something a little more. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah do, I feel you. do you think that's Boba Fett at the end of of chapter nine? That's right. far-fetched to believe it's not i think <laughs> that's right yeah for sure for sure well alex thank you for your time we appreciate it thanks for talking with us hey, thanks, for letting me thanks buddy on. yeah you have a good night hey you guys too 
All right, we'll talk to you later. See ya. Nice. All right, that's one of uh one of our, one of our good friends fans. there. Yeah, that uh, uh, one of our top listeners yeah. without a doubt, one of our biggest supporters, Alex Mason. Yeah, Alex, we appreciate it. Uh, so I just thought we'd get a little get a little sneak a little peek little of what he thought yeah. in that. Um, and he had good things to say there. Yeah, uh, he he's pretty much agreed with us. I think on 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 the episode. Um, you know, there there's some good things here. It's enjoyable. But again, the, the the lack of story in this, the lack of progression yeah. in the story, I think is our biggest. It, um, it felt it felt like it felt like I'll tell you, it felt like a movie director directed a TV episode, huh. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Hmm, that's exactly but what but happened. it feels like he's used to having a whole lot more time to flesh something out than he did. Yeah, and I don't know. That's just what it felt like to me. And like he started something, and uh, you know. I don't know. Alex Mason said, hey, that guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> the Lore Master 2.0. <laughs> oh, we should have a we should have Austin May face off in Star Wars. I don't know, now. Alex. Do you know what Tatooine is? Because Austin did. So. Yeah, Austin, Austin even knew that Tatooine um, has been mentioned a couple of different times. So. so, I mean, can you, I don't know if you can prove that or not, but I don't know. So, anyway. Oh, man. What is the force? Anyway. What um, is the force? That's a good question. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Anyway. Um, so anyway, um, overall, uh, the episode was good. Like I said, I just kind of, kind of run over it again. Cause I, I I'm kind of, I, I, I'm, I've already said everything I need to say. Yeah. Guys, uh, anyone in the, in the, that's watching right now, if you have any, uh, final questions or any just comments at all, mm-hmm. feel free to, to say them now. We'll probably be wrapping up here pretty soon. So we'd love yeah. to hear from you guys one last time before we go. So yeah. it, uh, any questions, it does not have to be about the Mandalorian, any topic whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, we'll be happy to answer. Or if you just want to say something or make fun of us, that's fine too. I don't care. I get made fun of all the time. Yeah. It's joy. Um, yeah. yeah. So please <laughs> do not crash my, my, my fragile ego. <laughs> did you see, did you see Alex Mason's it? comment there? Oh, tattooing. Tattooing? <laughs> tattooing? <laughs> Who's tattooing? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know either. But I, I'm excited about, uh, <laughs> what we're going it's it's, it's the, the good, good in, in the it's light Austin light says it's the good in the universe. It's it's light lightsaber. <laughs> what what is that even supposed to I think mean? Something about the force. Like I said, what's the force? <laughs> Something about lightsaber is I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't question the lore master. He knows whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, he knows, wanna, he knows what he's talking about. I don't want to buck the authority, man. I don't, I don't mean to. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Who uh, else should we call? I want to call someone else. I don't know. Call somebody else. We're sitting at 846. Some people may not want to get on the phone. Oh, I don't really care about that. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's not... Too. <laughs> I don't Do you have somebody you want to call? Not no? really. <laughs> that's right. Let's see. I'll, I'll call somebody else real quick. Well, you have... Also, you have the uh, well technology I'm, on your wrist. I want to so. call somebody and ask them something that's, like, really random. Um, okay. Hold on. Here's, hold on a second. I got one for us. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so if you guys enjoy this chaos right now, please like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Anyway, no. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Hold on. We got a, another victim. Who is this? Who is this? You'll see. Oh, of course. Okay. Another victim. <laughs> Maybe. Mr. Brylikin, how are you, sir? I am fantastic. How are you? 
I'm good. Hey, you're live on Jedi Eternal right now. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, hey. Hey, have you watched any of uh, Season 2 of The Mandalorian? I have not. Oh! I have not. Mm. Oh, no. Do you even well, really I like Star Wars? And, and just haven't yet. Wow, that's embarrassing. Do you even really like Star Wars, Bry? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry to I'm sorry to call out to to all of these these fans that you are a fake fan of Star Wars. <laughs> ouch, ouch. That is savage. We'll uh, pray for you, man. We'll pray yeah. for you. Well, we were going to ask you a question about uh, Mandalorian season two, but. Uh, I guess we can't do that. So, um, Alex Mason says you're not a true Star Wars fan and to hang up on you. So, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you listen, I have to, I have to, you know, follow after what our listeners say because they're so good to us. So, I'm going to have to hang up on you, but uh, thank you for your time and hope you have a good night and hope to see you soon. Hey, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Get out of here. <laughs> That, did fan, not, fan, that didn't fan. work out for us at all. Yeah, that was horrible. So that was horrible. What was your? That, that's your idea. That's horrible. That was the worst idea I've had yet. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so, guys, I think that we're gonna wrap it up here. Yeah, I think we're listening um, over two hours right now. <laughs> but we had a yeah, good time. Yeah, we, we've had fun. We had a great um, time. Yeah, Alex Mason says definitely not lore master material. That's for sure. <laughs> he probably doesn't um, know what tattooing is. I, I expected more from him. To be honest, I thought he probably had watched it, uh, but no. Um, that's sad. <laughs> That's really sad, honestly. Austin says, I'm a true fan. I have a Rogue One shirt. So, Whoa. <laughs> well, you do you have a uh, Last Jedi shirt? That's the real question. So, anyway. that, He said that movie was terrible. Whoa, what are you talking whoa, about? Whoa, 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 whoa. That was okay. a good movie. Rogue One was a good movie, okay? Your your, your lore master status has been revoked. Yeah. I'm sorry. Turn in your card, sir. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's talking about there. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining in with us. Yeah, it's been we, a blast. We've Absolute had a lot of blast. fun. Uh, yeah. we're going to do more of these every once in a while. We'll do some extra long, uh, just episodes for you guys. And, and, and you guys can jump in, talk with us. Uh, we enjoy it. We enjoy, uh, talking star Wars and we enjoy also, mm-hmm. uh, communicating with you guys. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we'll definitely do more of this. Um, you know, uh, when this is done, feel free to share the video, uh, with your friends, share it on, yeah, uh, post it on there. Um, you Love know, that, the more, yeah. the more views uh, for it, the better for us. Uh, we are just trying to get out there, get people to see our passion for star Wars so they can yeah. share that with us yeah. and, uh, we can all have a good time. So, yeah, absolutely. Well guys, again, we just can't say enough how, how much we appreciate you guys, uh, interacting with us and stuff like that. Cause this has just started out as us just two nerd best friends since childhood that just like star Wars. And yeah. we talked about it enough. We thought, well, you know, might as well talk about it uh, and record it so yeah and actually I, I I'm gonna say one other thing I'm sorry um, and what's <laughs> just kidding what, what's great is is the the amount of people that we have met just since doing yes, this absolutely the amount of people yeah. that have supported us uh, that have have shared um, our posts and listened yeah. to us and and commented on things and there's so so many yeah. nice things that they don't have to do and Precisely. so uh, we yeah. really appreciate yeah. All of that. And a shout out to all of our UK UK uh, friends out there. We yeah. know a lot of you couldn't probably participate tonight. 
know, like, because JB, it's late there. Yeah, I know, like JB said, and Stuart. I know Stuart said he's going to be on. I don't know if Stuart was able to, but Stuart, we we still appreciate you too. Uh, but we we know that we have a pretty decent following out there. Actually, yeah. surprisingly, yeah, that's true. I'm not sure how that happened, but our UK numbers are almost as big as our uh, numbers here in America. That's crazy. And so yeah. we uh, we really appreciate that support, yeah. and we'll we'll we will keep you guys in mind. Uh, we'll try to do some of these on Saturdays at an earlier time so that you guys can be a part of those. But yeah. unfortunately, with yeah. with just our lives, sometimes we have to do them in this time period. Yeah. Uh, but we'll try to swap back and forth. But uh, but yeah, it's just again, thank you guys so much for your support. Yeah, and like I said, you know, we wanted to make this uh, this this is fun. Just me and him talking about it. <clears throat> I figured if anybody wants to listen, great. Maybe you'll gain a little bit of Star Wars knowledge that you didn't have for. You just like hearing someone talk about Star Wars. Because sometimes, you know, I like listening to podcasts about stuff that I like just because I like hearing about. What what I like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you guys know just as much or maybe even more as us. And you're just like thinking sometimes like, Oh my gosh, how do they not know that? But if that's the case, we really appreciate those. You <laughs> listen and bear with us, but we really wanted to make a community, um, of people who are like-minded, who love star Wars and just love to talk to one another. We're starting to get there. Um, yeah. we have a lot of, we have a solid group of you guys and gals out there that, that love interacting and stuff. And, and those of you who've been listening and yeah. watching, I mean, I don't all, know where Kristen's at. I'm kind of offended, but no, I'm just kidding. Kristen, I'm just kidding. Your top Kristen. fan re- status like, might be you, I mean, you are, you are our top fan. I don't know where you're at yeah. tonight, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> after this, I don't know. It may, the Facebook might stop you there, but in our heart, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just joking. No, we we always appreciate you, Chris. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, but but anyway, um, you know, those of you who have been listening for, because I know you're out there. I know because you guys uh, participate in uh, contests, or sometimes you'll like stuff. I know you're out there. I know you listen. And they, but they don't but say. You don't anything, say they yeah. Don't feel. Yeah. You know. Well, obviously, if you don't want to, you don't want to. But if you guys ever feel like afraid to say anything, like you, you might sound dumb. Or, don't ever worry about that. We want to hear from you. We, like I said, this is about us just having fun, talking about Star Wars and making a community. So yeah. um, that's kind of what I want to end on tonight. We're right. so excited to have each and every one of you as listeners. If you're watching this for the first time, listening to this for the first time, please uh, like, share, uh, yeah. follow us on, on so many different things. We have, we have uh, in terms of our podcast, we have uh, Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, whatever. Mm-hmm. We have YouTube and we have um, Spotify. Spotify. But also we have our, our social medias, such as Facebook, what you're watching this on right now. Uh, we have Instagram. We have Twitter. Yep. Um, we have a Twitch, and we're going to be trying to do some of the more streamings later. We have a lot of stuff, guys. We want to connect with you. Please like and follow us. We'd absolutely love that. Um, but without further ado, join us next week for episode 39. Uh, and last but not least, may the Force be with you, and thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal. Thank you.